What we need right now is a clear message to the people of this country. This message must be read in every newspaper, heard on every radio, seen on every television. This message must resound throughout the entire interlink. I want this country to realize that we stand on the edge of oblivion. I want every man, woman and child to understand how close we are to chaos. I want everyone to remember why they need us. <laughs> the fuck is with this guy? Who is he? I'm your huckleberry. The decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. Everybody knows you never go full retard. You went full retard, man. There's an old saying in Tennessee, I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once, shame on, shame on you. If fool me, we can't get fooled again. So you smart, huh? No. I thought your hair would be bigger. It says on your chart that you're fucked up. Uh, you talk like a fag, and your shit's all retarded. So, just chill out. You know, drink a 7-Up, eat a moon pie, quit murdering people. You have smoked yourself retarded. It's a big club. And you ain't in it. I got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down, so it was straight. And then watch the hair come back up again. What is your major malfunction, num nuts? And welcome to another Monday Night Masturbators. It's the best night of the week, folks. Hey, before we get started, I just want to remind everybody, if you can, to uh, go check out uh, the GoFundMe for Ryan Chestnut. Um, you know, we've we've got almost 100 people donate to him so far, so I greatly appreciate everyone that has. Anyone that hasn't, you know, uh, and, and don't know, he tragically passed away almost little over a week ago now and uh and left behind a wife and two kids and you know we're kind of rallying behind him and trying to do everything we can to help out his wife in this time so anybody that can donate the gofundme link is in the show notes and there's no amount too small and and obviously you know if you can't donate physical money or or anything like that just keep them in your prayers please because uh like i said he left behind a wife and two young kids and it's just a tragedy, you know, and, and we're supposed to be a community and what communities are good at is picking each other up when they need help. And this man's family needs help. So if you can, please uh, hit up the GoFundMe and, and, and leave a donation. So thank you. And I will be donating from the show. Also, um, anything that we get for Patreon this month will be going straight to his family as well. So if anybody wants to hop on my Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash the great deception podcast, Whatever I get for May and, and June will go to his family as well. So uh, that's another way if you want to donate and get a little something back for it. So with that said, let's get rolling here. We have a surprise guest. 
one of my favorite people in the game, Moral Bob. What's going on, man? What's going on, brother? Sorry for the late minute hookup, but we had, uh, unfortunately, one of my guests is, is dealing with some issues, so he uh, he had to bail, and, and we'll get him back on later for sure. But uh, I figured you've, you've been having some shit going on, so I figured I'd hit you up and see if you wanted to pop in here for a minute. And in, for, in true Moral Bob fashion, he stepped up to the plate, and while he's driving, hops on the debaters. Hell yeah, man. Happy to be on it, man. Thanks for the invite. Oh, definitely, brother. I appreciate it. And we got Louie from the Uncanny Mystic Minds, man. We've been we've been DMing back and forth for a minute now, and uh, it's great to finally meet you, brother. Hell yeah, dude. Right on. Thank you for having me on. Freaking, uh, yeah, really looking forward to it. Yeah, fucking, uh, I like your stuff. Uh, I like all your guys' like, like the round table. Uh, you know, I've been hearing that for a while. So yeah, dude, I'm really juiced, really juiced, dude. And what do you got going on your podcast? You're more spiritual. I like that aspect of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like initially when I started, it was like uh, kind of spiritual based practice stuff, like anything from like meditation to like uh, energy work, like Reiki and like chakras and all that stuff, and like uh, even things like related to like like just like a kind of a god or, or like any kind of creation myths and all that. And then uh, later on, or like more recently, I've been having uh, uh, guests and then so uh, I've been kind of getting into like occultic things and uh, like psychic phenomenon like mediumship too so kind of stuff like that yeah yeah I like that pod I listened to the podcast you did with Lux that was really good oh Lux Estrada yeah 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 yeah, yeah she's cool man yeah she's very yeah she's different but uh but she fucking knows her shit too so yeah yeah so yeah it was, it's 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 pretty cool meeting all these different types of people you know what i mean so yeah pretty happy pretty grateful about that and that's what this is all about man that's why i started this is just to get different people together and just have wide variety of conversation because we never know where this show's going man we can we we hang you know sharp lefts real quick and hit on all sorts of different shit so oh yeah on board <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's a good thing I'm left-handed too. So yeah, um, I, I I write with um with, with my left hand, but I but I do sports on my right. So I'm a little bit of both. Dude, you're, Dude, you're, same. you're like my you're like my oh, twin. Man. I do the same thing. I write with oh, my you're left. Kidding me? And I bat right-handed. I do everything oh, else right-handed. Oh, so you're just like oh, where this? Yeah. Do, do you know? What I, are there three of us that do that? Because I write do? left-handed. I eat left-handed, but everything else is right-handed. Are you kidding, dude? that's like so i i think i've only met like prior to this maybe just one more person in my life and right now i got we we, we did like a hat trick so that's that's hilarious <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. i call that like what i because i make the joke with people that i say like my wires are like like usually people with with the wires in their brain it's like this way like parallel but i i tell people that my wires are crossed so and then on top of that i say like i'm a fake uh what do you call those people who uh, a fake ambidextrous? Yep. You know, because like um, uh, the only <laughs> the only one thing that I could do like an ambidextrous is cut scissors. Like if I had to cut paper with scissors, and the only reason why was because in kindergarten, as a little kid, they they had the little box of the scissors, but they only had one or two left handed. And then a lot of times for some reason I couldn't find any. So little by little I had to learn how to cut with right. You know, like in kindergarten. So that's like the only thing that I do ambidextrous. But besides that, I'm a fake one. <laughs> so. It's funny you say that because my grandfather was ambidextrous. It used to blow my oh. mind. We, we play baseball or whatever. He's like, hey, what hand glove you got as an extra? And I'm like, I, I'm a left hand. I'm left handed. So all I have is left handed mitts, grandpa. He's like, all right, I'll do that today. And then my brother would come out and he'd have right handed mitts. And he'd be like, oh, right handed. And he'd throw it. was like, holy shit, man. 
that's the sickest shit to see in sports. We're like with baseball, basketball, and even soccer, people would do it with their feet. It's always the sickest shit to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, pitchers, pitchers that are that can throw with both arms. Oh yeah. Yeah, they come that out with that six finger glove. Rye, what do you got going on, my man? Not much, man. Nothing new. Just uh, the same old stuff, dude. Uh, excited for another Monday chat. Hey, Justin, you made it. Dude, I'm so sorry. If there was a scale of, like, the unpreparedness of zero to what the fuck, like, I broke the <laughs> scale because it was just, like, everything came crashing down. Like, all these different projects and everything. Uh, I, I messaged Matt, but, uh, hey, guys, I'm Justin. <laughs> uh uh so i had like a team of uh mold remediation people come in and just like clean the entire basement out and i had to like rip everything out and i've I've got like a million projects going on down there so i just had to like dump it out in the yard and it's been a process getting it all out and then uh they told me at the last second hey probably shouldn't be in your house uh for the next 24 hours so here i am getting fumigated so you know if i get a little wacky just you know You could have taken a rain check, brother. I appreciate it. I, I did see your message, but I, I like I said, I was telling uh, Louie, I got home like probably like 20 minutes before we were recording. I was trying to eat, and then I saw your message the last second. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, not yeah. a big deal, man. Well, while they, while they were cleaning it all out, I had the chance to set up a trampoline that I just got. So I did that, and I was just like out there jumping around like, geez, I don't know if I should go in there and hop in and at least like, you know, tell them like I'm fumed out or if I should, you know, just <laughs> stay out here. But I was like, I'm going to shoot a message to see if they say anything, and if you know, I get nothing back. I'm like, I'm just going to hop on and just, you know, I'll get fumed up. It's worth it. <laughs> Dude, if you if you start feeling shitty, get out, man. Get out. It ain't worth it. We'll have you back on for sure. I, I think I've smelled worse in my life, so I think I can tolerate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I was telling them that, like, when I first moved into my uh, my last house in Connecticut, uh, you know, we, we were there about a month, and all of a sudden I go up in the attic, and it was just fucking everywhere. And they wanted like I don't know five, ten grand to fucking clean it up. I'm like, ah, let me try it myself. So I bought some RMR, I bought the suit, the mask, and I did it. And man, I should have paid because it was a bitch to do, but it worked. So my biggest fear was it just coming back, and after all that effort for nothing. But I spent like you, I had to clean everything out. I spent a solid week up there spraying it and cleaning it and then making sure it was clean and paranoid because i had like central air ducts up there that you know i didn't get everything and it was just going to be blown in oh dude you'll 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 never get everything because it's like when you're playing the game against spores it's like that shit's everywhere (laughs) yep you can only do so much so well thanks for joining brother i appreciate it yeah thanks for having me uh I get so uh, as, as you could tell, I'm very unprepared. I haven't been on like anything webcam related in probably years, like since college, maybe. So this is uh, a switch up for me. <laughs> I like I like to, for the most part, remain like ghost level on the internet. I just like no social media and everything. Like I like I do the the uh, the beats and the music making for like you know it's my side hustle slash hobby, but I don't like want to you know get big, do anything like too nuts with it, but. You know, it's fun to pop in and do that kind of stuff every now and then. Oh yeah, man, you got to change it up a little bit. I got, yeah, I, like I got too many background. hobbies. Though. I like that background. Are those swords? Yeah, I'm, I'm a big, uh, big fan of the Witcher series. So I picked up a uh, couple of the. I got one of the steel swords, silver swords, and I think there's, wow. yeah, there's the wolf, wolf and Dally in there. It's freaking sick, man! <laughs> Fucking awesome, dude. I was gonna say you. I feel like I, again. I'm looking like a dark figure over here, like satanic figure, not trying to get all wacky over here, but you guys all got like your super 
like bright lights except for bob but you know he's you know mad mad respect you made it and you're in a car so i got no excuse i uh, do little, little do you know i'm sitting at my kitchen table <laughs> hey it doesn't it doesn't look like it <laughs> oh man yo let's kick this off bob i want to hear about the the shit that's been going on with you my man i heard Dude, it was, I, got, I heard about this big debate and then what happened Man, a big fucking nothing burger. Like, so like I get, I get uh, tagged, and somebody's like, "Hey, McToon, you need to debate this guy." And so I heard McToon, and I know he writes all the scripts for Professor Dave. And I was like, "All right, I'll debate this guy. I'm gonna crush this shit." And I was super excited about it, and I'm, you know. I'm getting ready for the debate and I tell him, you know, that he needs to get ready. And then, uh, of course he was going to bring his own moderator in and I told him, no, I know how he plays those games and I'm not going to let him stack the deck. So I'm, I was going to bring Ryan in. Um, and Ryan was gracious enough to show up and deal with the nonsense. So, so kudos to him for that shit, but sure as shit, man, uh, you know, as soon as Ryan hops on, this dude's like, so you blamed somebody for pedophilia. And do you think that's okay? Some stupid nonsense. And, uh, I, and of course, I never like publicly was like, hey, this guy's a pedophile. And, you know, I've seen him touch little kids. I was using it as an insult for a guy that was stalking me. And posting pictures of my wife and me and my house and my address. And so I went hard after this dude and told him that he was a creep that hung, hung out at playgrounds and, you know, had a free candy sign in a windowless van and shit. And at one point in time, I, I maybe mentioned, you know, that, you know, Professor Dave or pedophile Dave was his puppet. Of course, <laughs> that dude's a creep, too. But at no point in time did I allude to children being harmed, but that dude took it, took an insult, used it as an excuse to bow out of a, of a debate that he knew he was going to get crushed in. And, uh, and then, you know, he created, he's very much a Hegelian dialectic, right? Like he, he created a situation that he could use that as an excuse to not do the debate. Yeah. He's like, Oh, since you're under active investigation, I can't talk to you, anybody that's, involved in those kind of things <laughs> and he kicked me off and it was it was really pathetic i knew he was going to pull some stupid bullshit but i had no idea it was going to go to that level where he he pulled that um and and he did exactly what he blamed me of except he actually put kids in danger um but it's okay i he'll get he'll get what's coming to him I can I can assure you of that. Dude, what a disaster. Why do you even keep doing these so-called debates? Because nobody wants to do it, you know? I, I wasn't going to. Like, I was kind of done unless Ryan was going to put together the one that he was going to score like a fight. I was kind of interested in that just in the way that, that he was talking about doing it. I was like, all right, man, that's cool. That's that's outside the box of debates, you know? Um, and so I, I still wanted to happen. Yeah, I, I had bowed out of debating because there's no point. It's really stupid. But when, you know, a big name like McToon steps up to the bait, I was like, okay, I'll come out of retirement for this shit. 
And, uh, and then it just, it was a big freaking letdown, man. I was so stoked. I was ready for fire and brimstone and, you know, wild shit and nothing, nothing. He called the freaking cops. And, and then I, you know, I had to, I had to call as soon as he kicked me off. I called the sheriff's department I was like, yeah, somebody just called and reported me and publicly doxed me. He was a, he was a YouTuber left out a bunch of information like it was a flat earth page and just insults and you know and that he was recording live on youtube at the time and the lady was like oh and just started laughing i was like yeah would have changed how you took that call huh and she was like uh yeah i was like yeah that's what i thought and she was like it's online i was like yeah i told her where to find it it was like and if y'all need me for anything let me know and then about 30 minutes later a, a sheriff's deputy shows up at my house and I'm in the bathroom. My wife's like, there's a guy in the front yard. And so I run outside with my gun and there's a sheriff in the front yard. And I was like, Oh, sorry, man. I put my gun down and was like, and he looked really confused. He was like, I'm supposed to ask you about a a pedophile ring or something. (laughs) (laughs) Because he just pulls up, he pulls up to my, my little ranch house and there's chickens and dogs and kids running around. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I told him what went down and, and where to find it. And he was like, what? And he jumps on into his truck and pulls up YouTube. And, uh, and I show him where to find it. And he watches about not even five minutes of it. And we just start laughing about it. And he was like, all right, man, I'm sorry to have bothered you and wasted your time. Dude. He's like, and that's when I asked, I was like, man, is this like filing a false report's a felony, right? And he goes, I'm going to write something up. You know, it's, it'll be ready for you soon, whatever. It, it takes cops forever to write up reports. So I haven't even called and asked about it yet. Um, but then I, I sent the video to my lawyer um, and told him that we pretty good grounds for defamation slant endangerment of children and so we're looking at a lawsuit against mr mctoon that thinks he was so smart and doing this stupid shit i just don't get it man i just like really that's the extent you're gonna go to like dude it's a fucking beta world it's just so dumb (laughs) there's nothing better to focus on in this world guys like there's nothing my wife like he doxed my wife. My wife started getting crazy ass freaking messages and shit. And people started messaging me all the time. So I just, dude, I deleted my entire Facebook. Um, so my moral Bob Facebook page is gone because I just got tired of freaking dealing with messages constantly. Like, Oh, you're a fucking piece of shit. Like, <laughs> okay, whatever. And my wife fucking some some dude called my wife so we looked him up through his phone number and it's a lawyer that's lost his bar license once already and so i called him and i said dude you better leave my fucking wife alone and forget you ever heard our name or i'm gonna report you to the bar association and you'll never be able to practice law again and that dude vanished like they don't they just don't know who they're they i guess they think they're fucking with somebody that ain't gonna push back well, they're keyboard like, warriors, you know, it's, it's that typical mentality, you know, they wouldn't do this shit to your face. Right. Yeah. But oh, fuck no. the screen, they're fucking in their safe zone. They think they can do whatever the fuck they want. And there's going to be no repercussions. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's easier to, to hide behind a computer or like even a car. You know what I mean? A lot of times people do stuff behind the car that in person they would never be doing that. You know? Yep. Oh, God, don't get me started about traffic, man. I, I've driven about 700 miles today. And to, people are just so stupid. I don't know how you can do something every day and still suck at it. <laughs> I, I, I drive for Sherwin-Williams and deliver paint and... I, I mean, I do it four days out of the week. And of those four days, it's just like a constant mess of people. We're using wrong blinkers, using no blinkers, people looking cracked out of their minds, like driving two miles an hour in a parking lot. I'm like, dude, what? Like, get off the fucking road. And it's gotten worse in the last couple of years. I feel like people like society has, has gotten closer and closer to idiocracy because the people are just so dumb now. It's like all common sense has been thrown out the window. People have just, you know, some people are fine, but the majority of humanity is just useless nowadays. I've still it's yet so to fun. see that movie, but I've been meaning to get around to it because every day I see it creeping more towards that. And I've heard about this movie and I keep meaning to like get it and give it a shot. I made yeah, my brother-in-law watch it this weekend for the first time. And he's like, yeah, it's pretty spot on. You know, <laughs> it, it's where we're going. If we keep going like this, if we let these people keep guiding us in that direction, it's like, it's like a poor, it's like a retarded demolition man. If you've ever seen that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's not going to take 500 years to get there. Like it, the fact is like driving, people are just glued to their phones and now I'm yes. driving and I'm on my phone, but it's, it's here and I'm looking forward. But, you know, I grew up where, you know, you, everybody knew how to drive with their knee and multitask. And, you know, we take bong hits while driving. And oh, now yeah. people, can't, people can't do the simplest of things, much less, you know, <laughs> look at a phone and drive. Yeah. I remember and getting pulled just... over. <laughs> I remember getting pulled over as a teenager with a three-foot bong in my car. Like, whoops, sorry, officer. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, but you're like that guy, students... that senator from Rhode Island or whatever, that just got busted with a crack pipe. He passed out in his <laughs> driver's seat with a it crack pipe in his hand. Oh, and I remember like the, the cop put me on the sidewalk, you know, to like to, to question me or this and that. And then I saw like some kids that I went to school with. They were like driving by me, like looking at me like, hey, what's going on here? But anyway, <laughs> I digress. Uh, but one demolition man was a that, that's a good movie. I like that one. But and then two. It's the damn screens, man. How how Bob was saying, it's it's the, the it's the tablets, it's the screen, the phone. Because even like at an intersection, like or a crosswalk, you know, people are about to either hit someone else because they're on their phone in the car, or the people walking are on the phone and they and they're like they're kind of just walking like slugs and they don't even they don't know what's going on around them. So it's like a lot of this three sixty awareness gets lost. Like you just get sucked in your own little vortex. You know, oh, dude, I've, I've watched people walk right into cars. Yeah. See, you know, it's like the zombies are, are, are through the screens, you know, we mentioned oh, that we are, we're just yeah. predictive programming to show us like what everyone was going to be <laughs> like literally in Shaun of the dead. It makes fun of everybody in the beginning. Yeah, that's true. That's a good one. Actually. Um, you mentioned that's that Senator. Was it Matt that passed out with a crack pipe? Yeah. Did you see that? 50 senators got sat phones, satellite phones for, they said, just in case of a cybersecurity attack. I did. did I don't know what to make of that, you know, because why would it only be 50? 
You know, there's so much suspect shit around that. Right. It's just a strange thing. It's like, yeah, why 50? Why make it big news? Yeah. Right? It's just to me is that's it being a, blown out of proportion too. Like, is it something that they would normally know. have, and now it's news because it could be something that triggers people? Multi-level, it's man. Strange. It's a, it's it's to promote, you know, the nonsense that is satellites. It's to promote the fact that there's cybersecurity issues. Oh no, a cyber attack! So there's there's going to be a fake cyber attack coming. I saw something else about cybersecurity recently um and it's just i just i just i don't pay attention to much news and so anytime i see something i'm like oh god here it comes well i know i know that uh you know your stance on space but cyberspace is very real you know what i mean like that's sure. a real thing <laughs> okay well yeah no 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 just satellites and shit like Right, right, right. Sat- yeah, satellite uh, phones are well. You know, that was the whole point of space force, right? I mean, they're not they're not <laughs> doing anything in space. They're doing the internet. Yeah, cyberspace. Yeah, 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 man. It's strange, dude. I just think it's weird. I think it's. I think it could. Uh, it could be something, right? Because there's also the uh, volcano, that fucking thing, uh, Yellowstone, right? That uh, or no? Where am I thinking of? Is it Yellowstone? Yeah, yeah the supermassive volcano. Yeah, like they've been starting to like taper off with the information that they're that they're getting from there too. So that's like something that I think could really cause a lot of shit if that actually were to go. Because old faithful used to go off every hour or so. Now it's not doing that anymore, right? So there's just a lot of weird shit. And I actually just heard today that a bunch of like fake prophets and shit were saying for years that today was supposed to be the day that Jesus came back. Now they say that all the fucking time, but it's just like how much of this shit's out there, man? Like how much of this just deliberate misdirection is going on or is all of it i mean but until it's not you know what i mean like is that this whole thing like the boy who cried wolf kind of shit like are they just keeping us in fear and then when something actually happens we're not even going to pay attention almost but well dude check this out somebody sent me this from uh house of cards and hopefully we can hear it imagine the possibility In time, even Grant's vision will get old. It will happen, as it does for all of us. Now, this is still in the early stages, but we've been collecting and storing Raymond's memories, thoughts, quirks, and tics. This is a mock-up, but eventually... This Raymond will feel as real as the one standing before you. I like dirt and rocks. So for those listening, yeah, it's that Raymond, you know, is on the phone and it's a digital image of him. So it's basically saying, you know, they've been, is that why they allowed us to start carrying around cell phones and why they instituted social media is because they're basically creating a digital version of us that will you know, be immortal in a sense. I mean, it's possible, right? Like, I mean, they've been telling us about that kind of stuff for a while. Um, and maybe, maybe that, that alter alternate universe already exists. We just don't know about it. Maybe we're in it. 
what yeah. if what if what if it's already been done and we're just in little capsules like the matrix already yeah because because uh, like if we're in a place of earth that has time but at the same time there's other realms where there's timelessness right then where's the gap right so like how you know what i mean because we're because we're a part of the eternal at the same time right but at the same time our body's gonna die so like we're in this weird in-between thing so it, I, i'm not exactly sure but it's well, it's a possibility, you know, and maybe they were doing this before in ancient times. I don't know. I don't know. Here's a thought, and I was talking to my wife about it recently. What if a cataclysm already happened and we're in some created coma, sleep state, or whatever, um, whether it's a pod like the Matrix or a hospital bed or whatever, and some people died in that cataclysm. And so they collected all that data so they could create that person in this dream state. So we aren't going, wait a minute, why is so-and-so not here anymore? Like, what the fuck? And so people aren't just vanishing. And those yeah. would be those people that don't have inner, inner uh, dialogue with themselves, right? Like, you know, there's that number of people. I don't know if you guys all like talk to yourselves in your head. And have like conversations, yeah. but that's only like a small, yeah, it's only like a small amount of people. So it's like, you know, if, if what Bob's saying is, is right, then what if like all those people that supposedly don't have inner dialogue or monologue, whatever you want to call it, what if those are like the fake people out there, right? Like, it's interesting. That's a so good we're almost in We're almost in limbo, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a very good point. Because uh, I I think I've heard about that. I don't know what percentage, but like uh, a while ago, I heard about that same thing that you're mentioning. That there are some people that they cannot like they don't recall that in themselves. Like they don't really they don't really they don't have that. And then when I heard that, I was floored. I was like, I thought everybody has that because that's like the only way that I get stuff that I learn stuff. Because without that, yeah. like I can't we can't really it. learn stuff. Well, dude, oh, it's, I think brought, it's a majority too. When you brought that up to Brandon, oh. he said he didn't have it. When I did, right, Ryan? Right, when you when you and Brandon talked about it, when you had him on your your show recently, your cousin, you you yeah, brought. It's, you, it's, I don't remember, dude, but you know what? It's interesting because I know. So you know, and I, I'm not saying anything that he wouldn't say, uh, but I think he said it on our show before that his dad, um, his dad passed away. He he committed suicide. This was a, a well known thing that he talked about on the show. And um, his dad thought that the CIA was fucking with him. And that's what made him kill himself. And then when we were driving back from this Red Hot Chili Peppers concert in uh, Phoenix, I was mentioning the Pi, the um, the Pinal Air Park out there, right? Where they say that the 9-11 the, um, terrorists were trained. And when I mentioned that to my parents, my dad said that's where Brandon's dad used to work. Get out. So I thought that was... I thought oh, it was very interesting. You wow. know what I mean? Because that's like some CIA shit. He was saying this. Now, Brandon, I don't think Brandon believes his story. Um, and I, and I, we were so young, you know, so it was, it's tough to really know. But uh, and this happened a while ago. So my dad could be misremembering it. But just like all that shit at the same time was interesting. Could they have been and, using uh, like woodpecker on him or something like that? Who knows? Yeah. Who knows, man? Or Or yeah, any of those things. Remember that Naked Gun movie? I think it was the first Naked Gun movie. With, yeah. Uh, Must and then kill Frank Drebin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, like they were they were having that in movies a, a, a long time ago in the late 80s, I guess, or whatever, whenever that was, early 90s or some shit. 80s, a lot of stuff. And they and like, anytime that they do, like, throwback movies, too, to the 80s, like Hot Tub Time Machine, right? 
they yep. make fun of that. That whole idea where like the energy drink is like a Russian bomb, you know what I mean? And they're like trying to figure out what's going on and shit. It's funny, dude. But yeah, it's a real, real threat, I guess. But kind of interesting, man. Interesting, all the connections. Well, even what was that? Even with the Havana syndrome, they've bounced back and forth like three or four times on it being real, it being fake, yeah. it being real. And, and Kamala Harris and her whole plane got hit with it too, remember? Yes. And then they, you know, and, and all the, the people down in Cuba, obviously, is where the source of it was. But then they said it was all, it was just bullshit. It wasn't, it wasn't, you know, any sort of, you know, mind altering or, or you yeah. know, any weapon that that was being used but it's like man i don't know when i don't put anything past especially now with all the how easy it is with all the waves that are out there anyway how are you going to tell the difference one yeah. kamala harris is so damn dumb that she's oh. the one to test it on you know what i mean like she yeah. doesn't have much of a working brain anyway so yeah let's test it on her <laughs> yeah well i mean there was always like like in the like in those famous serial killer cases or whatever, like they would they would tell the the court or the or the police that they would hear these voices telling them to do this that that it was either an entity or just them themselves that they got to do it and so and they were acting like like it was like a third party thing you know that so, even goes wow. back to like Manson right I mean yeah yeah there was always like those famous those famous old older cases those serial cases and then it's like. I mean, is it that or is it like a form of just like a mental, a mental disease, you know, like a form of schizophrenia? I mean, I'm not sure. You know? Or both. Yeah. Right. A little combo of each. You find somebody who's a little susceptible to it and you tweak them a little bit and who knows what they're yeah. doing. Yeah. Yeah. Because then that could be a targeted thing. You know, someone who already has maybe a chemical imbalance and then they could be someone who could really roll off the deep right, end right. with that technology. Or whatever. Well, dude, in that movie, they live when he gets those glasses and he starts just blasting people in the subway. It's yep. like, dude, what if something like that is happening with some of these people? What if they're seeing like aliens and that would justify in a crazy person's mind going around and shooting up a school because these people aren't really people at these schools. If they're that <laughs> fucking crazy. Could, you know could I mean? SSRI cause that, right? Right, dude. Yeah. And it, that's in that movie. There's like. No hesitation, no conversation. He just starts blasting. Yeah, yes. dude. He sees these guys and he just opens up. He's like, I'm what he doesn't he give a fuck. He's just like, Super I'm here to chew bubble gum there. and kick ass. Yeah, I'm dude. All out of bubble gum. And I'm all out of bubble gum. <laughs> Blasting old ladies and shit. It's wild. Yeah. I mean, I think it's possible. I mean, what if what if these people just have some kind of switch flipped and they were part of you know, MK Ultra, Monarch Mind Control, or whatever, and and you know they they had their memories deleted, but the the control mechanism is still there, and so they can trigger them anytime they want with frequency or whatever. Well, like that's like that movie Conspiracy Theory with Mel Mel Gibson. Yep. Yeah, I, I don't put anything past the CIA, man. Those motherfuckers are the dirtiest bastards out there. Yeah, I mean, right now I think about uh, like the guy that got me into like conspiracies back in the early 2000s was Stuart Swerdlow from the Montauk Projects. And then so it's like I saw that for years and he would even talk about it himself that he was dealing with like programming issues so like a lot of his work that he did later on was to help him get unprogrammed and so to help other people but also himself and he even mentioned like handlers and that whole thing and then 
I would see him through the years go through ups and downs. Like sometimes he's like later on, he said some wild shit. I'm like, wait, I wonder if he's getting, you know, backtracked in a sense. So like, it's like stuff that we all like that people deal with in a, in a way, you know what I mean? So look at Alex Jones too, Louie. Like he, he started off being pretty, pretty logical. And then sometimes he'll just be repeating shit. Like it's like a broken circuit. I know it's an act and shit like that, but he's also got a CIA family. Like he admits yeah. that MIT ties and all that shit. With, so you just wonder yeah, sometimes yeah. shorting out. For sure. No, with time, what I noticed with him, how you said in the beginning he was more like meager, and later on, he, it's almost like he got more manic or something like that. If, yeah. I, had it, if I had to give I it still, a word. I still think Alex Jones is Bill Higgs. <laughs> That's fair. He definitely doesn't look like he's in his 40s or whatever, right? He's They say he's in his like late 40s, I think. No way. That dude's in his 50s for sure, at least. 60s. I mean, like, let me see how yeah. old Alex Jones is real quick. I'll see. Because, yeah, I mean, Bill, say, him and Bill Hicks look an awful lot alike. Oh, he's at least they have 50s. similar. They have similar freaking mannerisms and like it's real crazy. And he could very well just be doing a uh, his own version of Tony Clifton because, you know, uh, Alex Jones is like the nephew of Jerry Jones, the yep. owner of the Dallas Cowboys. Yep. Wow. And so he's he's got he's in a multi-billion-dollar, well-connected family. Wow. How old did you say he was, Ryan? Forty-nine. Forty-nine. And then uh, Bill Hicks was born in sixty-one, so that's what it looks like. He was supposedly Alex Jones was supposedly born February eleventh, nineteen seventy-four. He he looks much more like he looks older than my dad. I was gonna say he's he looks like he's in his late fifties. Late, yeah, which would be sixty one, right? What's twenty twenty three minus fucking sixty two? Yep. So it it'd be right around there, man. It's it's definitely plausible, right? It's interesting for sure. It's a funny one though. (laughs) It's kind of a goofy one, but. Gotta like it. Who else is there, dude? Who so like the Joe Rogan stuff to me is always interesting, man, because a lot of people are obsessed with that dude. You know what I mean? Howard Stern. Um I was obsessed with Rogan for a while. I mean, he's the reason I started podcast. The reason a lot of people did, man. And not yeah. to mention, you know, with all this shit, like the thing that we just saw from that clip that you got sent, Matt. Um, with the like voice creation and all that stuff, there's this huge scam going around right now. Uh, I think it started in California where people are calling, like, let's say they call my parents and they're hacking my phone. They're using my phone number and they're using my voice generated with AI. And there's a lot of my voice out there, 400 plus hours of me talking. They are creating uh, a thing where I'm basically saying like, mom, I got arrested. I need you to wire me money. Right. And it's me. They know all my shit, all my information. And it's my voice saying it. So they're telling people to have a safe word with their kids that you don't yep. text. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that in the news the other day that some lady was talking about how she got scammed because they made it. It was her college age daughter and they used her voice to do just that. They said that she was she got arrested. She needed to be, have wire, money wired to her and and they got her. Yep. Dude, we all talk on the phone. Yep. Right. Yep. Like, so you don't even have to, Bob. We all carry phone. a cell phone. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it could be recording your voice at all times. It is. You add that to deep fakes and uh, CGI and all these other things. And uh, uh, what's the uh, website 
the, this person doesn't exist or whatever. Yep. Yeah, dude. Like, like you add all this together and it's I, like all me is just like, like, you know, it's just forfeit. I, I see anything in history books or anything, man. The, the people that rule this world, they've had this technology, I think, for hundreds, if not thousands of years, man. I, I trust nothing yeah, I mean, in history we books or anything. When uh, Matt brought up the uh, everyone talked like being on cell phones and stuff like that, it reminded me like another uh, point was the uh, I think it was actually Matt that showed it on one of your episodes the it was like an ad i think a pepsi ad or something like that um and then like the background it was like in the 19 some early 1900s or whatever and it was like it showed somebody in the background with a cell phone in their hand and like it, w- it was like for that time frame cell phones obviously were like non-existent not non-existent but in this video do you do you remember what i'm talking about yeah oh yeah yeah none of the people were real yeah so like i just i like basically just like wipes the timeline from anything we've been taught i just don't understand <laughs> so this hey, is i hate really. to interrupt real quick guys but i'm almost home i'm gonna lose connection way out here in the middle of nowhere i'm gonna try to hop back on but if i don't make it on it's been a pleasure um it may if i do hop back on it's gonna be probably 20 30 minutes cool bob thank you man i appreciate right. it yeah i right love on, you guys nice to meet you guys all right man good stuff dude nice meeting you bob yeah, so the site it is this person does not exist. And it's it's uh you know, you can go to I can just click on it and it'll give us these people are you know, they're not real. Oh my god. But these yeah, it's AI face generated. And this thing's been around for a while. This isn't something that's, you know, just new like AI chatbot and shit like that. And yeah, none of these people are real. And they talk about like a lot of these people, you know, this is what they use sometimes in the news for, you know, mass shootings and, you know, uh, different. You've got to assume whatever they're using uh, for to generate their pictures oh. and all that is like, you know, a thousand times better than this stuff that we have access to. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine too, Matt, they're trying to find like a white shooter and just keeps giving them minorities like, fuck, you gotta get, you gotta get a white guy. right like this guy this guy looks like a shooter he looks like an incel yeah he kind of looks like the kid that shut up sandy hook yeah he looks like he'll have those kind of problems you know their version of uh, tinder they just like keep swiping they're like not white not white not white enough (laughs) yeah dude well it's like that kid that they used in multiple in uh incidents i forgot i think he was part of sandy hook but then he showed up in like some pakistani school bombing also they used the same picture and it's like, well, how can this kid be in multiple of these? I thought he died the first time. He's just a really... Oh, I thought he was a shooter on multiple. I was going to say, he's just a really... Mad no, he's guy. a victim in multiple. Okay. He's got nine lives, dude. It's like a cat. You don't know. You don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. We actually played on the on the news show today. There was a video footage of somebody catching some cops changing from their cop outfits to protester outfits behind a bus. And they were filming the cops. And then one guy goes out there and supposedly dies. He's wearing like camel pants and meant to look like a proud boy or some shit, you know? And it's just, it's funny, man. Well, that's it's like those, get caught. that's like those dipshits that are going around in khakis and the, the, with the masks on, you know, that are claiming to be like white supremacists, white supremacists and they're fucking feds. They're all feds. And I saw a video the other day of some guy filming him and he lost his shit and like tried to threaten to steal the guy's camera. He's like, you can't record us. You can't record. He's like, I can record anything I want. 
And he's like, no, you can't. And, and it, cause it's cause they're all feds. And that even goes back to J six. Cause there's a whistleblower now out there that's saying that there were feds inside the Capitol during the, during the whole thing that went down. So I, I don't believe any of this shit anymore. Dude. Speaking of, of AI stuff, check this out. Um, our friend conspiracy, Kyle tagged me in this last week. And this one is kind of strange because I I used to play fucking Mario, right? So this is Mario 64. We're going to be looking at the many myths and conspiracies of Super Mario 64. Every copy of Mario 64 is personalized. As for the reasons stated for how this could be, well, one of the most cited is that the game uses an experimental personalization artificial intelligence, which will change each individual game as you play it. The most notable evidence for this being the case, besides the many reports of various strange findings in each game, is that many people have claimed that the game feels different ever so slightly every time they play it. Whether but I guess the most interesting evidence to support this personalized AI is a quote from Shigeru Miyamoto in an interview in 1996 about the N64 and Mario 64, where he said, quote, The game always changes with players playing. However- Okay, so I actually got something about this. So Mario 64, uh, a while back, Sorry, my video just like cut out and now it's not coming back. So I'm not sure what's going on there, but <laughs> either way, um, the the game a while back when I was working security, I had all sorts of free time. So like we were watching all sorts of dumb shit on YouTube and whatnot. And we came across this video that was uh, about this dude basically like breaking through like he literally brought in uh, like quantum physics into the picture and was describing how he completed the game with like 1.5 or 0.5 of a a button press you know like he's pushing the button once but not letting go he was trying to like prove his you know world record so to say but he broke it down into like a quantum physics level i'll have to see if i can find this video or something and send it to you yeah. guys it was, it was weird how like he was breaking like showing how like there were all these different dots much like uh any of you guys have seen like rick and morty i'm uh i'll give you a little spoiler i'm pretty like you know, I got all these episodes and references on the back. It's like, you know, Ryan Dean with South Park and uh, me and SpongeBob <laughs> as well. I got references all day for these things. So um, there was an episode where uh, they essentially were like uncertain with their choices while they were trying to merge realities. And uh, like on the screen, they saw these dots and it was basically showing uh, like how many instances in another uh, reality are like different than theirs now. And it was like fucking with their timeline, basically. And that's essentially what this guy was bringing into this game. And he was just like trying to prove that there was so much deeper levels to this game and being like, you know, there's something here that we're not <laughs> understanding, but he could, he's like fucking with it because he knows quantum physics. It was just, it was, it was mind blowing. I'll have to see if I can find that and send it to you guys. Yeah, that's wild. And I don't doubt it. I mean, you think about this shit, like, all of this stuff has to have more of a purpose than just pure entertainment. Right. Oh, absolutely. Think there, there, it's all like mind testing. It's all data mining. It goes back to what we were just talking about with house of cards, you know, that, that clip it's, I think they're all, they're collecting all of this shit for something. Now what that is, who knows, you know, 
digital reality, a new, you know, the metaverse, whatever it may be, who knows? But I, yeah. I don't know. I'd love to hear what you guys think about it. What makes the most sense to me with Mario, which I don't doubt that it's possible that the game could change as you play it. Like, let's say, like, you know, we, we flash back 20 years ago and I have, you know, the same game that you have, Matt, but I play it all the time and I have my own personality and it, I lose at this one spot all the time. Maybe I go to your house and you're stuck at, at like a different level. I can beat that level, no problem. But maybe you could come over and beat this level that I'm having a problem with. But I think what what it make what makes the most sense to me is that those kinds of games back in like the Super Nintendo days and all that shit were just to try and get kids used to looking at screens constantly. Yep. Because it seems like like there couldn't have been that much. That technology was pretty basic back then, but just getting people used to it. Because even back then, I wasn't a big gamer as a child, like a little kid. I like I'd rather ride a bike or a skateboard or be outside, honestly, right? Now, I mean, like I'm, I'm indifferent. I could, I could do either one. I could be on a screen or I could be outside. Um, so I think that was conditioning. And now these things are clearly collecting data from us. Yeah, like why is this so important to them? It seems like it's important, you know. So like, why, you know, like uh, it's like uh, I don't know. Like, are they trying to? Are they trying to customize? Like, it's like, are you trying to customize something for us? Or um, I don't know. At the same time, it's kind of hard of to believe too, but like, but like, why is it even a thing? And like, why is it important? You know, it makes me think, you know, is it that, is it that minority report type shit where they're trying to predictive program based on past actions, you know, and things like that, that they can now judge what you're going to do before you do it. If they give you only a certain amount of choices. Look up that SWS, that sentient world simulation. I've done a couple episodes on it. And this is a cosmism idea, Russian cosmism. And yeah, the sentient world simulation is basically like they have a real version of each one of us. Anyone that messes around on a computer or anything, they have very real, like, if, if, like, this could be my clone in the sentient world simulation that's talking with you guys right now, but it would seem like it was me. Even if you knew me really well, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference because these things are so accurate. And there's a clone of you in this digital world. And it's very, it's a real thing. This isn't conspiracy. It's hundred percent real. DARPA is the creator of it with Amazon and uh, a few other things. SEAS as well. But yeah, there it is. Yeah. It says the goal of sentient world simulation is to build a synthetic mirror of the real world with automated continuous collaboration with respect to current real world information such as major events, opinion polls, demographic stats, economic reports, and shifts in trends. The ability of a synthetic model of the real world to sense, adapt, and react to real events distinguishes SWS from the traditional approach of constructing a simulation to illustrate a phenomena. Behaviors emerge in the SWS mirror world and are observed much as they are observed in the real world, basing the synthetic world in theory in a manner that is unbiased to specific outcomes offers a unique environment in which to develop test and prove new perspectives yeah it's a wild thing man my god yeah i haven't haven't heard of this and then right now what comes to mind is like uh like uh i don't do betting anymore like in like in uh in the past i would do sports betting and shit right like basketball football uh, a little bit of baseball and I would wonder, like, how the hell are these guys always so freaking on with the point spread all the time, especially like in basketball, you would try to flip things around and 
they just always cover themselves so good that I was thinking, is there some kind of like AI that they're running so many times that they must get like the best percentage of like what's going to happen? Like, is this why there's like on, on all the freaking sports book, like how was the whole sports book like this when we're humans playing a game, but for some reason is some computer like just kind of using some analytics on us and like just kind of running Sims, you know what I mean? Cause, and then like, look at the billings that, that Vegas makes off the sports betting, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, the trip, dude. You yeah. know what's the trip too, when you're watching a basketball game and it's like, you know, let's say like, like right. Cause that's funny. You say I'm actually betting on this Lakers game right now. Cause they, they're going to win this because they've lost three in a row. So they're going to win so that they can continue making the money. With the Nuggets, right? right? So they're absolutely going to win this. You can put all your money on that, and then it will happen. But with with um, with how that works, dude, they'll be like the Lakers will be, let's say, up twenty points, and the Nuggets will be down twenty points, and there's ten seconds left in the game, not in the half, in the game, and the Nuggets will call timeout. And it's like you're not going to make twenty points in ten seconds. What are you calling that timeout for? It's in my yeah. opinion, it's just the they go in the court in the huddle. And the coach, I don't think all the players necessarily need to know, but the coach is like, okay, we need to make this shot or good job, guys. We tried. You know what I mean? Yeah, to yeah. cover that spread. Yeah, That's exactly. What I think every time. He, gets the, he gets a little thing in the ear on his Bluetooth, you know, from the from up in the office or the rafters, and he's like, oh, okay, no. Well, <laughs> Cut, cut yeah. those points, you know what I mean? And then so there's a lot of, uh, yeah. And then, so that's why I had to quit back because I just kept getting, I had it, I don't know, man. That shit was driving me wild for a, for a while. I was like, oh, my <laughs> God, like, how is this just so, like, they cover their bases so good? Like, it makes you wonder, like, what is behind this? Like, is there some, like, dark entity behind this one big AI? You know what I mean? Is it just, like, some kind of mega AI spirit that's behind it because like well, for Aladdin example, does that with the stock market, Louis. I don't know if you heard yeah. that background. No. Look up Aladdin. Heard. That's another thing you okay. gotta check out. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Because yeah, if man. if you look into uh, from the sports betting aspect, if you follow Zach Hubbard at all, he says it's all gematria. It's mm, okay. all it's all based on the numbers. I haven't heard. Yeah, I haven't heard like. Uh, I mean, I know a little bit about Gematria. I'm I'm like actually more of a numerology guy. Um, I haven't gotten too deep into Gematria, but yeah, I wonder how how does that work for the sports betting? But I guess it's a thing. I guess just like patterns, just like just like anything else, right? And so yeah, that's pretty much all, all it is is just patterns. But with a with a humongous AI, you would be able to run so many sims that you would get a very high accurate percentage. You know, that's what I remember one say. year one year for. Uh, for the Super Bowl, I I ran a hundred Sims on Madden, trying to figure out what was going to be the you know the Super Bowl score, and it never even came close. I don't think out of the hundred I nailed the score once mm. out of those hundred Sims because I I went crazy. I kept I had a computer a spreadsheet, and I ran all the Sims, and I would keep track of the scores and who got the MVP of the game, and then I was like, okay, you know. Then I did some, you know, breakdowns of it and did percentages and was like, okay, this is the closest we came to a repeat outcome. Maybe this, and it was totally opposite. You know, I had nothing to do with it. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's why now I, I do like my betting of stuff now is like in poker now, because I figure like, I'm not necessarily playing the house. I'm playing people. And like the only thing that the house takes from me is the rake, you know, which is like a percentage of the pot. So I'd rather deal with the rake and then, uh, as long as you play it safe, the rake won't really beat you in the ass too much. So, yeah, that's kind of. I hope you're not wearing reflective glasses like the genius Kim Kardashian when she's oh. poker. 
I remember seeing that. <laughs> what a fucking dipshit. I mean, come on. Uh, and she had to be, uh, she had to be stylish in her, yeah. in whatever she was doing, you know. <laughs> yeah, just showing everybody her hand through her glasses, you know. <laughs> right. Fucking classic, uh, man. Classic. There's such marketing geniuses. I wouldn't be surprised if they did that shit on purpose just to get people to talk. You know what I mean? Like they're right. so. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they don't so... need the money. It's not like she's playing for the cash, you know, yeah. she care less. Yeah, she probably had some kind of sponsor. So she was probably trying to pr- plug that shit, man. Yeah, the glasses yeah. probably were a sponsor, right? Yeah. Like, that's the thing. That's I'm telling point. you, dude, those those witches really put a put a spell on a lot of people, man. Because a lot of people ended up, a lot of you know women ended up getting insecure all around the world, and they 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 now they have to go and get surgeries now because yeah. they have to keep up with the. Instead of keeping up with the Joneses, like keeping up with the Kardashians, and then now now they got to get their lips done and this and that. And man, I'm telling you, it's like even like people who were already fine to begin with, they just do all this stuff. And I don't want to use the word botch, but it just looks very like you know you end up getting like these alieny kind of looks and stuff like that. It's like it's unnatural. Yeah, yeah, you didn't have to necessarily do all that stuff, you know, just, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with just like taking care of yourself, you know what I mean? Like do you know kind of eat, you know. try to be healthy, do a little bit of wellness or fitness or whatever the hell. And that that's usually pretty okay. We're taking care of yourself, you know? And, and how many times have they been busted for Photoshopping their images too? Oh, it's like you, yeah. They're not even real. A lot of their, all their stuff is touched up and it's all bullshit. So like yeah. these people are trying to keep up with something that's not even legitimate, which yeah. like you're saying, that's going to cause mental illness, right? Cause you can never yeah. get there. Cause they, they're yeah. not even there. Yeah, this like, like isn't aren't those like forms of like body dysmorphia and all those kind of things that like that stuff ends up making people feel uh neurotic, you know, and forms of neurosis like that's that's like you know versions of like insanity, you know what I mean? Of like of, it's like, a virus, like, you know, when yeah, it boils down to it, it's a mental virus. Yeah, mind virus. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, man. Hate, to, I hate to do this again, but you know, uh, South Park's got a great episode on Kim Kardashian where she's really a fat little hobbit. And, yeah. and she, <laughs> what? What? West. Uh, Kim Kardashian's a fat little hobbit and all the girls oh. in the class are photoshopping all their images because the fattest girl in school is the best with Photoshop. And so now she is hot to yeah. everyone. And instead of being like, hey, here's my girlfriend, they're just showing pictures to the friends like, hey, here's my girlfriend. Check her out. And it's this fat girl right next to him. But they're showing this picture of this dime. It's so funny. I just watched that one the other night, Ryan. I was dying. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, this is too much. That's what when, Kanye, when Kanye goes in, in uh, Wendy's room and he's like, and so she prayed to God. Yeah. And God said, I'll forgive you. And he's talking like in his own voice because he thinks he's God. It's so funny. dude. They're great. That's like some uh, shallow hell shit, you know, where you think you see yep. one thing and it's like a whole other, you know, but now, but now what we have, well, what we all have, as long as you have a phone is we have the technology. People use filters all day. That's like the new thing or not a new thing, but that's like a thing now where, you know, people are very used to just covering themselves up or just kind of modifying themselves a lot. And then we're talking about like the AI generated face stuff. We're playing, we're versions of this on TikTok where, where people can, they're changing their faces all the time. Mm-hmm. And then so like, I'm sure we have the entry level version of, of it, but but we're, we're, we have that technology now in our fingertips too, you know? And, uh, yeah, you it's a the chatbots they do on, on Snapchat, Louie? Have you heard of that? They have an AI Snapchat bot. And my sister was, it was funny because my sister was telling me about it and she was like, well, I lied and told it that I was from Texas and all this stuff. And it's like, y- y- your phone tells it where you are. Like, 
down to the coordinates. She's like, that's true. But yeah, dude, it's there's they're there's, evolving. They're evolving. Yeah. Wow, dude. Yeah. No, no, I didn't even hear about that. Dude, you guys, I got it. I got it. Here's a good one. It's kind of a little change of pace here, but uh I, I saw this article and I'm like, you gotta be fucking shitting me. So it says climate change is making major league sluggers into even hotter hitters, sending an extra 50 or so home runs over the fences. A new study found hotter, thinner air allows balls to fly further, contributed to a tiny bit to a surge in home runs since 2010, according to statistical analysis by Dartmouth College scientists uh, published by in Friday's Bulletin of American Meteorological Society. They analyzed 100,000 major league games and more than 200,000 balls put into play in the last few years, along with weather conditions, stadiums, and other factors. Global warming is juicing home runs in major league baseball, said God. study co-author Justin Mankin, a Dartmouth climate scientist. It couldn't be because men are the men are getting stronger, right? Like we're in the age of the athlete right now, right? Like Mike Tyson was way stronger than Muhammad Ali. You can just look at them. It doesn't yep. mean that he's better. But if we're talking about strength, which is what hitting home runs kind of will come down to at the end of the day, right? That's why steroids were looked so downly on. That's well, why. And, and the pitchers are throwing harder. Right. right. So it's going to bounce. Right. Right. You know, yeah. the, they've even talked about juice baseballs where they, you know, they've had had baseballs in humidors and things like that to oh. make them travel further. Mm. I mean, come on. It, it's such a joke, but yeah. it's one of those the things I want to bounce of, off uh, Hank next week because uh, yeah. it's one of those because there's conspiracies out there, even that um, they use different baseballs for different players. Like when players are going for different milestones, like last year, I know there was a conspiracy about Aaron Judge as he was going to break the American League home run record that, that what they do is they have these special balls with, that are marked. So if someone catches it, they can say it, whether it's legit or not. And they were saying that these balls were juiced for certain players to be able to reach these goals. That's interesting. Wow. I believe that for sure. So, oh, absolutely. Anything for money, right? That's what yeah. it boils down to. If they can make a buck off it, they're going to find a way to do it. Yeah, you took the words out of my mouth because in those things, there's a lot of money, not just money, but for the Aaron Judge shit and all that, that it's a it's a good amount, you know? Sponsors, yeah, everything. Yeah. It makes me think about like uh, – what is it like how basketball is like, is, is, is there a thing with like the magnets in the, you know, in the, in the hoops. And then even when you kick a football in the, in the, you know, with the freaking uprights, like are, are magnets really a part of that? You know what I mean? It makes you think a little bit too. Man. I've seen both sides of it in, in arguments. One saying that if you did put magnets in it, it would be so they would have to be, have be so heavy that it would really affect the weight of the ball. You know, but then there's other people that, you know, you see these crazy videos. Like I just, it's funny you mentioned that because I just saw one on Instagram the other day of a guy shooting a foul shot and the ball sat on the back of the rim. Mm -hmm. Like it bounced, 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 and then just sat on the back of the rim. And you're like, what are the fucking chances of that? I mean, you see it get stuck when they shoot it, but rarely do you ever see it just rest on the back of the rim. And then somebody noticed from above, there's these two silver um, you know, they look like quarter sized, whatever they are on top of that flat part of the rim. Now, whether those are 
you know, screws or something. Who knows? Dude, yeah. There was that really bad one, too, with DeMar Hamlin when DeMar Hamlin supposedly died on the field, or maybe he did die and his clone's out there now because some of his tattoos are gone. I'm just saying. But after that game after, when they ran back the kickoff, the opening kickoff, and on the Bills' Instagram, they post three years and three months since our last run back fucking thing through 33, right? Like, it's so wild, dude. Like, sometimes it's right there, and then sometimes you're like, is this – like, are they bullshitting us or is this legit? You know, like it's it's so funny when you see that shit. Though. Well, and another one I saw that uh, Tommy G posted was of a hockey game, right? And there's like, I think there's like 20 yeah. seconds left in the game. And it was three to two. One team was winning. And they put up on the, the top of the screen, whatever team's goal. And, you know, like whenever they score a goal, they say, you know, whoever scores goal. And they put that up there and then they took it down as the faceoff was dropped. And then within 10 seconds, that team scored a goal. With that, that is wild. But the the actual event is going on like 30 seconds to a minute or so quicker than what you're seeing on TV. I wonder if just like there was some kind of glitch like that. Right. right. I, I would. I, I get it. That's definitely not a good luck because, you know, if you're betting on that shit and you're and you're. Yeah you know, trying to enjoy it. Um, yeah, that's not, that's not very fun, but yeah, man, I, that, that's an interesting one too, though, for sure. Yeah. I remember, uh, Draymond Green, I'm pretty sure I had one too, how you were saying, Matt, how like it just kind of stops and like it'll it'll be bouncing up. And then all of a sudden, you know how like a magnet or like something like that magnetic, it'll it'll at the end, it really vibrates. It go like, like at, at the stop, it'll go brrrm, like, like right at the end. So that's kind of like a weird, like, like that's how you know it's like weird. Like, and then even the players were looking at each other in the middle of the court, like, like what the hell, like what's going on? You know what I mean? Even, even they were like baffled, you know? And, yeah. yeah it just doesn't. And it happens. It happens more than we, we know, you know, obviously, but it's one of those where it like, okay, so here, I got one right here. I'll, I'll share with you guys. Let's see this uh, right here. So this is a Yukon game from this year. Oh, hell no. There. No, it went from the front and it went immediately like it went immediately to the back. Like 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 that did not make any sense. Like that's not how physics work. Like that's no, that defies yeah. physics. No way. Shit. So it starts. It starts in the front. Bounces to the front of the rim and then just sits there. <laughs> like, what? That's and why. I like how the audience is always like, that's their ball. Like, that. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> oh, man. That, that is like not possible. Yeah, that's funny. Man. Yeah. You never know with some of this shit, man. There is weird shit yeah. that happens every once in a while, man. Like a quarter fucking standing up perfectly when you slam it. You know what I mean? Like, weird yep. shit like that. It's just, yeah, it is kind of weird. When, once you start seeing, like, multiples of those, it's like. Yeah. Yeah, know, that's when I start one, though, bugging. Yeah. But on this one, though, for me, it was when it was from the on the front of the rim and then how it goes immediately to the back. That that shuffle right there, that for me did it. Like, like the, that's super magnetic, you know. Like, what are the chances yeah, of that? Like, that, yeah, it looked, that, like, it looks freaky like a ghost, like, shoved it back there. Like, that's how yeah. freaky, you know, whatever. 
if it wasn't for everyone's reactions, I would have said it looked CGI. But judging from like, you know, it would that would have been a lot of paid actors. So, you know. <laughs> well, and that's the thing, too. You wonder everything happens behind the screen. So you never know, you know, what yeah. they're showing. Exactly. You weren't there. Yeah, because. Yeah, yeah, because 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 you wonder how many videos they make out there that are fake, and then you know because they want to just get traction, and they don't care whether you think it's real or fake or this and that. Like they're just getting views too, you know. So well, they so had yeah. there was like that whole commercial series. I remember um, there was this thing with like Evan Longoria was getting interviewed by a, a woman, and like somebody's taking batting practice in the background. This dude hits a laser. And supposedly, like, he's interviewing with her and he just reaches up and catches the ball like this to save her head. And it turned out it was like some, like, before CGI was the thing, it was like one of those CGI things, but some company was selling something off it. Yeah. I remember that Ava Longoria, she was pretty hot. She was she was out there for a while. I remember, I remember she was all on the TV when, you know, <laughs> when she was, whatever show she was on, I don't know what show, but I remember That's her for being Housewives, all sir. I is remember that because yeah. I thought she was really hot too. Yeah, I remember she, she was just like on commercials and all that thing, or just all over the damn magazines and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, she had something now. But you're talking about Evan, right? Not Eva, right? Were you talking about the player? Yeah, I was talking about the baseball player. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, I thought you were talking about uh, Ava Longoria or the something. Girl? Yeah. yeah. Like the little short, dark-haired lady. No, here, check this out. I got it right here. I just, I just found it. She I don't know. What, I agree. I don't know what it's from, but yeah, he's being interviewed, and there's a guy hitting BP in no, the back. Been, uh, it's been... oh, Edward, oh my god! Guys, keep it on the field. That's pretty cool. <laughs> wow. And it was all it was all fake, but it looked real as hell. That looked very real, but it's also hard to believe. Like, like he heard that and he just had enough sense to turn back like that, you know. <laughs> and, and the way he caught it too, you can't. I mean, catching a ball like that—that that is so hard, man. With your thumb down backwards, and that was Zack Snyder magic. There, that was some BS. Yeah, and yeah, the girl didn't flinch. Like man. she didn't go like that at all. Right. She was just like, because they're totally like, we, we can't make this scene work if you flinch at the wrong time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she heard that crack and didn't even move. Like, come on now. Yeah, yeah. Not unless he was like a real Spider-Man. You know what I mean? Like real Spider-Man. <laughs> kind of believable. But that that was like straight like, up from like a new trailer for a Spider-Man or something. Yeah. Well, and then imagine the thought, too, of like the, the, the filming, uh, whatever, you know, the people that are filming that interview. They're like, we're going to go in the middle of a major league practice and stand just outside the foul line and do an interview. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it's perfect. That seems like a good idea. And we're not going to go in the safety of the dugout or anything like that. Yeah, we'll just stand on the field. <laughs> well, this dude is taking a fucking professional baseball player is practicing hitting. That's a good idea. But yeah. Wild. Good stuff. The equivalent of like a video of like trained professionals at like a uh, shooting range and they're like standing right. out beyond where like you know downrange and people are just shooting shots it's like oh yeah i'm sure i'm sure right yeah it's awesome dude i was gonna say did you uh have you heard of that that weird ai thing i mentioned it. we were talking about ai earlier um the ai it's it's one of these things like supposedly i talked about it in my episode that i did today just a short quick one 
but it's basically like information that if you know about AI, uh, if you believe in the theory, it's essentially going to kill you. Have you heard of this? No. no. Do you guys want to hear about it? Because like they say, yeah, like you know, if you hear about it, you're you're going to be you know killed when AI ends up. I'm going to die anyway. Thing. So what's yeah, the difference? Right. Is this is this that uh, the thing from the uh, iceberg conspiracy? Uh, the, the conspiracy iceberg. It's like uh, something's basilisk, right? Yeah, yeah. Ro- Rocco's or Rocco's basilisk. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was in the iceberg. Was it in there, Justin? Yeah, yeah. I think I don't remember what level it was on, but I remember coming across that one and like the way you just described it, how AI would kill people. I was like, oh, yeah, it's that one. It's the uh, best. Yeah, it's basically like if you if you know about AI and if you know about this uh, Rocco's uh, Rocco's, I keep saying it wrong. Rocco's Basilisk uh, coming from like the Lovecraftian uh, Basilisk, where if you look at it, it'll kill you. If you know about this theory and you don't help make AI. you know, like uh, all powerful. And if you don't help it to rule the world, you're then a target of AI and you're trying to hinder humanity because AI was created to help humanity. So, so basically AI like, takes over, you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to target you now because you, you actively know about it and you're not trying to create the AI mm. or, or helping create it. So once it's there, it's going to know that. And it's going to know that you know about it because of like this conversation that we're having on a computer all, any videos that you might watch of it, any kind of shit that you might be searching, it's going to know all that information and it's going to target you. That's the theory. I'm not worried about it at all, but like some people, like I guess, have had like fucking panic attacks and shit. Wow. You know what I mean? And like, okay, you know, let's the- see what this says. It says, is a thought experiment which that otherwise benevolent AI in the future would be incentivized to create a virtual reality simulation to torture anyone who knew of its potential existence but did not directly contribute to its advancement or development. It originated torture. in a AI 2010 a post. Wow. Yeah, this came from um, basically, a, a, it's called Less Wrong was the forum that they talked about this on. And it's like a bunch of tech nerds that are like talking about, you know, all this kind of uh, this kind of stuff like AI and and uh, like Nick Bostrom, I think, was a member of the, the site. Yeah, it's interesting. It comes from some other older ones, too. There's an old theory, too, like you, you should just believe in God because, you know, there's a big risk in not believing in God after you die versus believing in God. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's it's strange. I thought it was pretty funny. That guy, that El- Eliza Kudlowski or whatever, Yudkowski, he's the one that owned the site. And he got really pissed off when this guy brought this up, like almost like, dude, you're exposing this. You can scroll down and see what he said. Um, it should be in like all caps because I was looking at this exact thing earlier. More down because here's the history uh, right there in all caps. He's, okay, yeah. it's, it's listen to me very closely, you idiot. You do not think in sufficient detail about super intelligences considering whether or not to blackmail you. That is the only possible thing which gives them a motive to follow through on blackmail. You have to be really clever to come up with uh, a genuinely dangerous thought. I am disheartened that people can be clever enough to do that and not clever enough to do the obvious to keep their idiot mouth shut about it because it is much more important to sound intelligent when talking to your friends. This post was stupid. <laughs> you know what's really intelligent is using the words idiot and stupid that much. Right. Well, and look at the guy too. Do you think he's going to talk to anyone like that face to face? The guy is right. You know what I mean? Like this is the kind of guy that Bob was dealing with the other day. 
Oh my god. Yeah, basically, yeah, totally, totally. That's the that wager right there is the like just believe in God because you're better off believing in God and God being fake than not believing in God and God being real. That's what Pascal's wager is. It's it's strange from the 17th century. It's um, like it's it's like trying to hedge your bets with God. <laughs> I want to yeah. hedge my bets with you, Creator. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I'm sure that like, you know, God's not gonna be uh, you know, skeptical of that. Like, oh, you just believed in me just because you were scared. Like, fuck you. Yeah, like, get the fuck out of here. Oh but, God. I just thought it was interesting, man. Like and Brandon actually sent me this. And um, I just thought it was an interesting concept. These guys are pretty smart. And that guy, too, I I think he's got CIA ties, it seems like, because he's uh one of the earliest advocates for like benevolent AI. He's a big fan of AI. Like there's no risk. Yeah, it says Elon Musk stated that artificial intelligence will call, cause World War III, and Stephen Hawking warned that AI has the potential to destroy its human creators. Spoken from a robot himself. Right. Right. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a fun, it's a fun kind of thing to think about, you know, but at the same time, like it really freaks some people out, like probably people that kind of understand what AI's capabilities are now. Uh, Cause I don't like, I, I just know it's kind of like, it could get scary quick. I know that, but that's oh, about it. Guess who else is tied to this Grimes. Oh, well, good. What, what does it say here about this crazy? It says, when Canadian singer Grimes referenced the theory in her music video for the song Flesh Without Blood, which is uh, featured a character known as Rococo Basilisk. She's, uh, and she said she's doomed to be eternally tortured by an artificial intelligence, but she's also kind of like Mary Antoinette. Hmm. Deep. What a smart girl she is, you know? What a piece of shit she is. She's awful, dude. She's a billionaire, and she she has, like, that communist manifesto book yep. that she reads and shit. Oh, these people are all that way. That's the funniest part about it, you know, is that they don't understand what they're even promoting. They, right. They've they beat the system, and now they're going to claim the system and uh, claim victim to the system. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah, a little strange, but, yeah, we figured we could cap off the AI talk with that, you know? That's a good one, man. I've never heard of that. And I yeah, think it's very cool interesting. Shit, but yeah, you know, it's interesting because it's like uh, there's like this weird thing with AI that it seems like it wants to take over shit in a way. Right. Because it's like like how just how computer or how machines can take over our jobs. Right. So there's like that similar thing, like how a machine which wants to do the a better job than us. And then and then for me, it's like when I heard that concept of like kind of like if you don't if 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 you don't roll with us, we're going to roll over you. I think about like spiritual warfare, I guess. Like I think about like the surrounding energies around us. And then if like, if the surrounding energies around you know that you're in the know, then they're going to like probably challenge you or test you. So that's, those are things that I go through sometimes that I see because on some days, like where it's like wonky, I'll have like a wonky day. I notice that like the same people, like, like if, say there's people out in public that are like kind of messing with me in a sense of like, like, like either on the freeway or, you know, in a store or whatever, I noticed that they all have like similar, like a similar signature to them, like almost as if something's following them around, like in the matrix, how, how the agent can kind of keep hopping around, you know, to find Neo and they can kind of keep kind of following him. I, I've noticed, I, I've like felt things like that sometimes, you know, well, so that's I wonder spirits, if, right? 
Yeah, yeah. And so I wonder if that's tied to AI in a sense too, because it's like all connected like that in the same way. Because because uh, there's something to AI. It's like how 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 can it freaking be like uh, if 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 I'm on the phone and I I mentioned that I need a uh, a new uh, window wiper for my car. Why why on Facebook it all, I'm gonna get a commercial for window wipers for my car? Like all of a sudden it's like it's like how did that you know I don't know like there's it, it just kind of makes you feel like uh like there's really a blurred line out there and then so it, it can even make you feel like a little crazy if you kind of well your cell phone is listening to you that's that's a fact i actually found a video the other day of a guy who was telling you how to shut off all that shit so it can't wow. listen in on you um because it, yeah. it'll pick up you know all these apps have access to your microphone that well, you don't even know about but even, but even thinking about this stupid thing like even having a thought about uh, a new uh, car uh, window wiper you know what i mean like yeah, even that's, i even see that's that happened. yeah even but that's happened it's like I usually that's, mention that's it right i mean that's my thing is if i'm thinking something i usually mention it at some point and that's yeah. or i search it right i mean Obviously, they have everything in our search history. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that I agree with you. There are certain times where it's like, man, I'm just you're just thinking about something. And next thing you know, your <laughs> your display is full or your feed is full of ads for that kind of yeah. shit. Well, given yeah. that work from a quantum uh, theory or whatever quantum physics perspective, too, because, you know, I, sure, I know this all happened to you guys where you're thinking about somebody and then they call you or you bump yeah. into them. That same thing could happen with technology. Dude, right? it's, yeah, so, exactly. it's so crazy you say yeah. that because one of the things that Ryan kept saying over and over to me was, man, I don't I, like lately he would have he was having a lot of synchronicities. And he said, I would just be thinking about my wife. And then like 30 seconds later, she texts me out of nowhere. And it was like, dude, that. it's like because I've had stuff like that happen where like I'm researching something and then all of a sudden I have random people sending me dms with videos or links to stuff that's similar to what i'm researching but i've never posted about it i never talked about it it's just yeah. something i'm doing on my own i love i love hearing that shit to me because uh i like things like that are that are like a uh, mystical in nature like i i freaking uh, really resonate with that so, so synchronicities to me whenever i get those i know like that's like the way to go like like yep. that's good and then it's also like i'm getting kind of like recognition from the universe. Like it's kind of giving me like a thumbs up type of thing or like, like, like we got this type of thing. And then have so you ever I, done that though? Like I've, I've asked before, like, okay, give me a sign that I'm on the right path. And the sign will be, I see in my, and I, I've said it before. I'm like, the sign will be, you show me the number 44. And then yes. next thing I know, I'm driving down the road and the license plate in front of me is, 44 dash whatever whatever i'm like what the fuck man yeah. or i passed totally. a street sign that i had never noticed before that the address is 44 and i'm like holy fuck is that is that legit like a sign from the universe saying okay here's your confirmation yeah. you asked for it in my opinion yeah and then for me uh it even goes to like the whole day in terms of like, uh, I noticed that like there'll be themes of the day. And then, so I'll get certain numbers. Like I'm not into Jamantri, how I said earlier, but I am into like basic numerology. And then I'll get the same numbers. Like, 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 uh, like in that theme of the day, it keeps relating to the same stuff, like for that whole day. And then, uh, 
and it correlates because of numerology they have like characteristics each number and it's going along with what i have going on in my internal commentary so my internal commentary ends up synchronizing with the stuff i'd see outside and then even like television or the radio it'll start like whatever word that i had in my head or like 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 imagine i said the word commentary and then two seconds later the radio goes oh and the commentary and then it ends up kind of giving me clues to what kind of fork in the road I had. So I kind of used the, the world and the universe like that. Like, uh, I like try to work with it or something like that. And then, uh, yeah, cause, cause before it was almost like I had like more like trust issues with the, with the universe. And then, so now like, I'm like, I'm giving myself, uh, like I'm, I'm enabling more trust out there with that. And yeah. It's like good for your chakras. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Especially that one, that one's good for like the last, for like the, the crown chakra where, it unites you with the with with the cosmos or, or with the ethers out there, you know. So it helps you feel more like more unified and shit like that. How many chakras do you think you have? Uh, seven main ones, but I'm sure there's but there's so many, yeah. Because I guess there's like yeah, interesting that they say like twelve and shit, right? Like yeah, there's like seven, and then and then eight eight will be like here, eight and up, and then uh, but the hands have a bunch of little ones, and then like our bodies have a bunch of like like the smaller ones, yeah. But yeah, I was I, talking about that pole, right? Like how there's like there's yeah. like two or three under, and there's two or three above, something like that. And it's it, yeah, it, yeah, that stuff's kind of yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, chakras up there. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, you can learn a lot about your. I learn a lot about myself, or like, like whenever I have problems to like try to dissect myself, I end up learning about that shit. You know, like, uh, yeah, like I can tell when I have certain issues or or whatever. So then, it, like, like from from a chakra perspective, you know, and then uh, yeah, so I I try to freaking dissect myself with that. Like whenever I got shit going on or popping off. This is a good one right here. Yeah, that's this is from uh, this page, Frequency of Vibration, on uh, Instagram, and they posted this today, and it was something that I've noticed lately a lot. It goes, it says, uh, the universe responds to your frequency. It doesn't recognize your personal desires, wants, or needs. It only understands the frequency in which you are vibrating at. For example, if you're vibrating in the frequency of fear, guilt, or shame, you're going to attract things of a similar vibration. If you are vibrating in a frequency of love, joy, and abundance, you're going to attract things that support that frequency. It's kind of like tuning into a radio station. You have to be uh, tuning into the music you want to listen to, to just like you have to be tuned into the energy you want to manifest in your life. Change your mindset. It will change your life. Totally. And I've noticed that, you know, like when I'm, when I, when I was struggling and shit and having a rough time, I was bringing in a lot of negative people, like attracting negative people and negative energy. And then when things are going good, it seems like it's, you know, there's always abundance and there's always good people around. And it's, I really, I really believe, I mean, this, this yeah. whole realm is just frequency and vibration. So. Yeah, I've, I've also yeah. had many, many occurrences as, as like, ooh, as it sounds, you know, I mean, there is a lot to, to say about like how this, you know, whatever you want to spin it, you know, universe simulation, whatever you want to call it, uh, like how it works is just like beyond like comprehension. It just, it's like the, the more positivity you, and like, again, it, it sounds very, ooh, but the more positive, like perspective you apply to literally every little thing like like Chaco willing as much of a fucking cia shill like piece of shit dude that guy is like his his words uh do mean a lot when he's like you know you gotta look at a situation just say good 
and then yep. look at the good side of things. Like it really does, you know, change a lot in your life, I guess. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah. Cause, cause things will like propel things here, propel, and then they snowball. So you can either like snow, like, like get momentum and build it up, or you can have an avalanche and then go the other way. So that's why momentum here is like, like it's something to pay attention to. And then, and then, so like the positive thing is good for momentum, but also the other thing is because in a team you have offense and defense, right? So you need like a version of, of defense, but you don't want to be like a person with a chip on your shoulder. Cause that's going to antagonize yourself or other shit. But, but uh, defense is like boundaries. So then when you have the good boundaries and you establish that in your mindset, you know how we're talking about a radio set, a TV set, mindset you 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 put the boundaries in there and then say when i go play cards if i establish my boundaries before i even walk into the poker hall like i get the respect that i was hoping for but if i didn't establish those boundaries i'm gonna have all these shark shark type of people like fucking with me and they're gonna bully me around that night and i've had nights where i've gotten like hello bullied and i've had nights where the opposite where i got respect so it's like and then so it all boils down to how was my aura? Because these guys are like picking up on my aura because they don't know what cards I got. They're picking up off my my energy. You know? Yep. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Dude, I, know that. That. I yeah. pulled this up right here just because uh, there's there's the ones that everyone knows about, right? Like the the crown, um, all these ones. I hadn't heard of this this one that's supposedly three in, three to four inches behind your head. It's a white chakra called the casual, the casual mm. chakra. And I then, never heard of that. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. That this is like the twelve uh, of them, and everyone knows about the seven, or or sometimes people say eight. I just thought this one was kind of wild. You got the Soul Star Chakra, approximately six inches above, and then the Stellar Gateway Chakra. This is like uh, you know catching the the Hail Bob comment and shit, right? This is when it gets a little weird with uh, this one supposedly twelve inches above your head, and then you have one down here that is six inches in the ground from where you're walking well and if you think about it your your heart supposedly there's a six foot radius of your aura that emanates from your heart right so, i was know, about we, to say this this lines up with like the toroidal uh field that humans yeah. keep off yeah yep. like hence the, the six uh, feet people yes yeah yeah no yeah. like it's really um like in healing, when they when they tell you to do a healing act, right? Like say you're gonna do some kind of energy work or like a massage or shiatsu, they want you. They tell you to ground, right? But what they really want you to do is they want you to ground from the earth one, the red one, to that to that very bottom one that you had mentioned that that black one here on that on that ditto. So okay. they want you to, they want you to connect those. The and then, um, yeah, like the earth, like you know, like the one that's like right up, like right below your nut sack or whatever. They want you to connect that one with the with the one below it, the called the Earth Star. With they want you to connect that one with that one, because that's then, the uh, base one, right, right below your sacral. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the base one is the very. Uh, it's our primal. It's like our primal chakra. Yeah, and then that one is like right, like kind of like right below our nads and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, I've I've heard of the uh, the other one, like the 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 star chakra that's kind of above there, and then the stellar one. I've heard of those, but the one that you mentioned, Ryan, about the white casual one behind the yeah. head, I've never I've never heard of something behind the head like that. But what comes to mind is that uh, God, uh, my buddy Jahan, uh, I I had him on an episode. He had he has his own podcast, and he had a lady that's a shaman, and what she would do is that uh, I remember hearing their episode, and what she would do is that. She would work with the energy behind their head, she said, because that was a hot spot for for entities. 
So apparently, wow. if an entity wants to attach attach to you, I'm guessing they're gonna go to that casual one in in the yeah. back of the head, and that's like a hot spot. And then that's why sometimes you don't know if you got. Yeah. Yeah, that also and makes I was sense. Talking really. Go ahead, Sorry. Jessica. So good. I was gonna say, like, yeah, it would make sense for like a lot of people who have like attachments and whatnot. Also, like, have a lot of a uh, like the uh, you know hair sticking up, the goosebumps back uh, behind the neck kind of thing. Like, yeah, that that tends to happen or be affiliated with it. As far yeah, as I, you know, right. uh, yeah, yeah, they do that in exorcisms and shit. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, they'll uh, feel like a bump back there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because then the, the, the yeah, and then that's that's the thing when it creeps on behind you, and then like you know that song, I always feel like somebody's watching me. That's yeah, like when someone's like paranoid, like looking around over their shoulder is literally behind their shoulder, I guess. Like that's how you will come up onto that, I guess. That's like a, uh, a entry point, I guess, or or or, or at least a vulnerable point. Because you know? I've always wondered about that. You know, there's people that willingly, you know, welcome spirits into their body you know, yeah. possession and things like that. But then there's others that don't, but seem to still attract it. And what is it that attracts it? Is it, is it the uh, frequency that they're at? Are they in a low fear state or is it, you know, something else? I've never gotten a clear answer as to, yeah. you know, that the other folks that attract these spirits or entities. No, well, 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 we'll be here. Wow. That's a nice diagram. I mean, but we're we're all made of energy. Like at the end, we all still have the same common denominator as 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 humans, as people, right? And then hue, you know, hue, like light spectrum stuff. Glow, and then it's yeah. like, uh, yeah, like uh, I've had my experience when because uh, I, I I can attest to like I pretty much live this uh, in terms of like how you are, like how you like what, what what people say now vibrate, you know, like just how you feel type of thing. Uh, that that really matters in terms of what you attract literally because i can see uh i can see these things in extreme times of myself um and and even when i go to places like certain places like say like a courthouse or a place like that with bad vibes type like where a lot of stress is at but um in my late teens I, was i i must have been like 19 or something that was the beginning of when i started to see uh parasitic entities um i think that in, in my opinion, my guess is they come from archons. Like the archons are like the ones that birth these little small fragments. And then they're kind of like mind parasites. And then so uh, in in early college or something like that is when I was able to start seeing this shit outside when I noticed that I would have certain thoughts and then they would come from like the sky and it looks like a little black line or something like little black squiggly lines. And then when I noticed this, I was like, what the fuck? They're like coming at me. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then, so I like did experiments to like change my thoughts. And then I could make them after that, like go back out. Whoa. And then so I, yeah, so I live with this where I'm, if I'm in a negative uh, thing, I can see them or like they'll, they'll look like this and they'll kind of creep on the side and like they'll want to get closer to you just sometimes. And you have to use your light, meaning you have to look at it and like, like kind of like look almost like look back at it type of thing for it to kind of dissipate. So I can see that sometimes. And then I can see the opposite, like, uh, like, uh, orbs sometimes, which I think are like celestial orbs, which are more, uh, angelic related. So, uh, so it, depending on where you're at or, or like in terms of what you're emanating, that really depicts a lot because it's just straight up energy, how you were saying, uh, uh, earlier about like this place and yeah and then like when i'll see like this like the celestial ones 
it'll come in the room and almost like it'll kind of kind of skate by and then it'll stop and then it'll it'll kind of emanate and then you'll get like a feeling of like calm or like nurturing or loving and stuff like that and so the energy that you put out it's a, it's like a thing you know around here oh yeah have you guys ever seen avatar the last airbender no not the last airbender oh man like that show like i don't know remember what year it was it must have been like early 2000s but like you know classic like when like the the prime of spongebob was happening basically avatar the last airbender this show was like you know quote unquote four kids but like honestly watching it as an adult because i've got two kids here and i mean i've watched this show like as an adult numerous times on my own no shame that show is fucking great it's got a lot to teach, like even in like the chakra field and everything they, they tackle like, you know, like the uh, at some point, uh, Ang, the avatar is like going through these chakras and conquering um, like the opposite of like. So like the root chakra, the, the red one there at the, the, the nutsack level there, that one there, um, the opposite of it would be like or like to uh, to pass that chakra. He had to like face fears or whatever. So like he had there were all these like you know, uh, the duality, I guess, of it all, like, uh, they really broke it down really well in a, in a digestible format. And again, in a really appealing way, because like the show is fucking great. Like there's a lot of like even silly things that we would laugh at. And as an adult, like it's just, it's an overall great show. I would definitely recommend it. Yeah. I, I remember seeing the preview of that and I had always wanted to watch that. I just never came uh, kind of followed up on that. And that's a very good point that you said with like, like say like the root chakra, like that first one, how you have to learn to overcome basic fears, like primal fears, like say, you know how here people, if they don't have a roof over their head or, or food to eat, those are primal needs, right? Or like very basic needs. If you're going to get a lot of fear if you don't have those things. So, and like each chakra kind of has its own thing that you got to, conquer and then and so like whatever color you resonate like on your face like like kind of front face that's the one that you have to face the most in order to get through it because that's what you represent here and so it's like you're only as strong as your weakest link so you kind of have to it's like almost like these tests of yourself that you have to go through and yeah so yeah. and like just like the plot progression of the show too just like it like because like they're trying to focus the uh the mastery of like chakras with ang the avatar but then they move on and like show someone else being taught avatar stuff someone i won't say because their uh character development throughout the show is you know like perfect writing in my opinion but anyway so like he starts learning these things and he's like why am i learning this avatar stuff i don't need to know this i'm not the avatar and then he's told by the person who's teaching me you know like this stuff applies to all things and it'll, it'll, it'll grant you all this understanding for our history the purpose and everything, you know, all these different things. It was just a very wholesome, educational, just overall great show, really. Sounds uh, like it. This year that the, uh, the Soda 7 Up, that's what that's referencing. The Soda 7 Up there, like, uh, it's talking about the chakras. Oh, yeah. I remember. Oh. I feel like I remember you say, I feel like you mentioned that in one of your shows at one point, didn't you? Yeah. Because I thought it was so interesting, man. Because there's a lot of logo. There's a lot of magic shit in all these different logos out there. There's a lot of Black Sun references and 666 and all that. And yeah, with uh, with the soda, 7-Up, it's talking about those chakras like that. Yeah, did you not know if you drink seven of them in a row, you master your chakras and you get enlightened? That's what it is. That's what it is. That's how you get out of the simulation. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go to the 7-Eleven right now to get some right now. No, I'm yeah, all about that, that makes sense. I think what they did, though, is they bastardized it, right? If it is a truly, like, you know, good concept, 
they take something unhealthy and they slap, you know, let's, let's, it's like calling it like uh what that would be to like Hindus or whatever. That would be like calling it like Jesus ale or something. You know what I mean? So a Christian. Right. Like they like, like invert it. And you're consuming yeah. it and killing yourself, you know? So it's interesting. I am skeptical of the chakra stuff. I do think like a lot of that Eastern religion, in my opinion, I think it is kind of like just flipped around. I think it's kind of backwards from what I think, not against anyone that does it. Um, but like the idea of, of like accepting energies into you, like, you know, taking on different energies, like you said, Matt, how you don't know when a good entity is going to enter you when a bad entity is going to enter you. It's really hard to control that. And everyone always thinks that they're a master of this yep. stuff, or at least they're, they can tell what, when something's good or bad. I'm, I'm always skeptical. I think it's very, very interesting stuff. So I don't think anyone should be like, you know, scared to research it or even follow it. But I do think it, there's 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 two sides to it, and it's not talked down by the media at all, or by Hollywood, or any of that shit. Christianity is the only thing right now that I'm noticing that's bashed on, and I think that's very interesting. So, something to think about. Yeah, totally. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, very very good point. You know, it's like um, like I'm into occultic stuff, so I'm getting into like well, I've always been into like. Uh, like energetic stuff and like archetypes and I work with them. And then, uh, but at the same time, what I keep coming back to is that I keep realizing and I keep just realizing that the best energy for me is, is still myself. It's still my own energy. So that's also, a, so that's also a thing, you know? So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like uh, Kundalini, like seven up, like, uh, I think about Kundalini rising, like the little snakes, you know what I mean? And, uh, and then so all that is a process to like the chakras. If you go from seven up from the root all the way up, they tell like a story for of like how we evolve. We go from like basic stuff like primal to like spiritual and like and like etheric and, and like metaphysical and all that stuff. So, yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. Uh, yeah. The root races, Louis. I don't know if you've heard of the root I, races. I, I heard a little bit about that. Yeah. Yeah, there's that suggests a, that we were spiritual or ethereal entities, and then we've descended onto what we are now, and now we're going back up uh, once yeah. the new race comes around. So yeah, it's very, around. it's very interesting. It's very interesting. I remember hearing stuff about uh, how like before, like Lumeria and all that stuff was like the original. The here, and, like yeah, like we were like bigger, like more like gigantic, and then what happened later on? Eyes. Yeah. What, what happened? And I, I feel like I, I resonate with that for some reason in terms of like that old shit. And then what happened later on uh, was that we got more like yoga ish, like like our evolution was like like before that giant person couldn't do no type of yoga whatsoever. Right. And then what happened was that our bodies like were able to do all this flexible stuff like how a yogi could do. And so now we're like we're we're like from that strain or something like that. And so. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a trip how we evolve and and then like the root races like uh I, I remember I remember uh what was it I think it was called the uh, monadic media they had some pretty cool videos about that they had one long video and then uh, it explained that pretty good uh, that's where I got introduced to that one you know yeah it's an interesting concept yeah supposedly the newest one is going to come out of California uh, it said like in the early 21st century so we're like getting getting towards the middle of the 21st century so it kind of makes you wonder if it's like ai shit like metaverse beings or something like that you know what i mean and then we are going to have like more of a, co a collected consciousness 
not collective, but collected because we're all going to be sharing data because we have chips in our brains. Man. Um, oh my God. Have you guys seen Kingsman, the secret service, the movie? I have not. Oh my God. You guys need to look that movie up. It's got Samuel Jackson in it and he's the villain and he's got a fucking lisp. It is the absolute, you guys will love everything about this movie. I'm telling you, like it's got action stylized and choreographed, like on spot. Um, who's the Matthew Vaughn is, uh, the director. I don't know if that name rings a bell to either any of you guys. Um, I'm trying to remember any of the other work he's done, but no, this movie like has everything from like the, the genocidal, like putting chips in uh, brains and, turning up this dial to like increase aggro and make everybody go ape shit and start killing each other. Yeah. It's, it's got a whole lot of like to unpack in the conspiratorial realm as well. So Sounds like Operation Crimson Mist a little bit right there. Yeah. Oh, does it? It's, it's like, it's definitely meant to be like a comedy, but it's got action in it. So like it's, it's, it's a good blend though. Um, it, it definitely went under the, like, I feel like nobody heard of it. So I had, I'm like showing all my siblings and everything. Cause I'm like, this movie's got to get out there. <laughs> yeah man i saw a good movie the other day called sick and i think that's a good one that everyone should check out it's about the covid cult but it's a hollywood movie it's a great movie dude really really good it was made in 2022 and it was meant to kind of show like the weird time that we were in but then like there's a twist at the end that you they, i mean it's great it's a really good movie but like if you watch it, you'll roll your eyes a couple times because there's people like, where's your mask? You know what I mean? And they're outside and shit like that. And the, the girl will even say that, like, we're outside. We don't need a mask. You know what I mean? And she's real nonchalant about it. But um, at the end, it's it's a wild twist. It's a good movie, dude. Especially if you... Uh, Is it just spelled S-I-C-K? Yeah, S-I-C-K made in 2022. It's got a red background, black cover. Uh, or red, red cover with a black figure. It's great, okay. dude. Y'all check it out. Paramount Plus, I believe. Uh, yeah, you were saying cult. I felt like there was people in cults around me when all that shit was going on. Because there it's still like, are level, they wear masks? Yeah, the level of judgments that I was getting from all over the damn place, like it was incredible. And then, like, well, what was weird is that, like, why do you, why do you guys care so much about me? Like, why is this, like, like just worry about yourself? Like, how is this about, like, like? People like that in that like they want to just try to get everyone consolidated into like how they think. It's like, man, like it really has nothing to do with you. Yep. You know, it's a, it's yeah, it's a trip, man. Um, well, there's a new cult yeah. now. It's the trans cult. Oh, yeah. Either you're with too. it or you're against it. Right. I mean, yeah. it's 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 it, it, and that's what they just bounce from. It's one side off to another. That's a cult mentality. You saw it with Black Lives Matter. You know, in 2020, you saw it with COVID, you've seen it, and now you're seeing it with the trans agenda, and it's all these agendas they're trying to push. And if you're not with it, then you're a phobe, you know, like, or, you know, a bigot. I'm the problem. I'm the problem all of a sudden, you know. Yep. Well, uh, was it earlier today at work, I was listening to uh, to Drew missing, uh, missing the point, and he was, he had some good stuff about this, about this topic, and how, like, if a kid in school is uncomfortable with like, imagine he feels he should be label himself this and this and that. If he's too embarrassed or if he's too scared to tell his parents, then he can tell the school. And then now they're over, they're overtaking the parents, like the whole, like the family thing right there. That's yeah. like a humongous, like WTF, like, like, where are we at? Dude, you it's know, funny it's, you say that, man. Cause I was just in my, in my son's school today, meeting with the principal and the nurse. Because they're trying to push, uh, they were trying to push sex ed 
gender identity and diversity into a puberty discussion. Um, and he's 10, he's in fourth grade. And so I went in and I'm like, I want to see the presentation that you're giving them. I want to know what you're going to talk about with them because I already said, he's not going to partake in this. He's 10. He doesn't need to hear any of this shit. I'm like, and after what they did to, to the kids in COVID, I don't trust that they're looking out from any child's best health. So yeah. I'm like, I, and I'm one of those people that I'm going to, I love fucking with the school system and pushing back and, you know, really making them stand up for what they're going to propagandize our, our kids with. And that was one of the things I'm like, I'm like, we have a major problem. I'm like in our small town, in our high school, we have kids that associate as furries. So they think they're animals. So they come to school with leashes and shit and they're allowed to like meow and bark in class and it disrupts everything. And the teachers don't do shit about it. Now they're demanding litter boxes and shit like that. And I'm like, I'm like, what? this is mental illness. And you're trying to normalize this as something that if we don't accept it as normal, we're the problem. I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm drawing a fine line here and a red line and you're not crossing this. I said, this is mental illness and needs to be dealt with by an adult. I said, an adult created this problem. An adult needs to resolve this. And they looked at me like I had fucking four heads. And I'm like, I'm like, you don't see the problem with this. And finally, one of the guidance counselors came in who's been helping my son a lot. And she was with me. She's like, is this real? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, my landlord's daughter is in high school. He was just telling me about this the other night. And then I was talking to my ex-wife about it. And she's like, yeah, I've heard about it too. And I'm like, they nor they normalize this shit. Like they're not going to penalize these kids or correct these kids. They just accept it because they're afraid that if they take a stance against it, they're going to be labeled a bigot. And in that community, if you're labeled a bigot, oh man, your, your job is hell at that point. Yeah. You don't want to be the outsider with them because then your yep. job's at, at, in jeopardy, you know? So and, like, all these people are, are mainly, they're taking orders from someone above them. And then the person above them told them, and then that's all it is. It's like a, like a, like a version of a pyramid scheme. You know what I mean? Yep. And like even the doctors, when they were telling people, you know, A, B, and C, they got it from the head doctor. Then the yep. head doctor got it from the regional this and this guy, you know, and it's just like, and then, and then they think they're doing, but I can tell, like, I'm, I'm very good at reading tones of people. Right. And I can tell where people have come from with how they talk or like where they've been or, or where they got it from. And they're just repeating, like, they're just like, uh, like there's no, there's no, no actual critical thinking. It's just like regurgitating what you think is the right thing. You know, and what and I got what I got out of them basically was that this is state issued and, you know, they need the money is basically what they said. If they if they push back on this, they won't get funding for certain things. So they have to go along with the program. And I'm like, well, at what point do you stand up for your kids? You know, when do you when do you put the, the, the children's best interests ahead of this financial incentive you may have? I thought you were you were educators. I didn't think you were just propagandists. And when I said that to him, they like looked at me like I I was like the devil. Like I'm sure they were shooting daggers. They were shooting eye daggers at you. Yeah, sure. And I'm like, you're not doing this. I'm like, I know, I know too many, too many kids of this group that are good kids, and I'm not letting you ruin them. Not with this like shit. I'm not like on some level they've got to know and like be able to see it but like the children nowadays because they're droned out on devices all the time and then they go back home to drone out on more devices it's like 
they've got to see how detrimental it is and like see how dumbed down all these children are now because like uh my my wife homeschools the two kids we have here and i thank god for for that she's got the hardest job here but uh we uh took the uh six-year-old boy over to t-ball practice recently and like there were well first off there were like four girls there and the two boys that were there were absolutely at least on the spectrum or like something was wrong with them like they were like physically just like clearly we're not cut for this kind of thing but like you know everyone's going along with it because they're just you know normal whatever and i'm just like man like these kids have been brought down so hard and it makes me sad but at the same time it makes it makes the kid here you know look great when he's like throwing baller balls and like fucking uh like running at the ball like unlike any of the other kids like you know well, and it's funny you say that, Justin, because I was just talking to a friend of mine. She was at a wedding and she's like, yeah, there were a lot of, you know, younger boys there, but they had awfully effeminate features, you know, for something for kids this age. And it's like, you know, is it the hormones and the foods? Is it the way they're being raised? She's like, I didn't want to say anything because it's not my place, but it just seemed like something was off with these with these boys. Like they yeah. they they weren't like typical young boy. You know, you think young boys are playing in the dirt, throwing rocks, causing trouble. She's like, these guys were all into like the dresses and like really into this stuff. And and they had very feminine features, even though, I mean, they were, they associated as boys and dressed like boys, but she's like, you know, even, even at a young age, they started having like breasts and shit like that. Oh man. Yikes. Yeah. It's yeah. Whack. I mean, like, Typically, boys are like rambunctious and like frisky, and like there's like we have like testosterone, you know what I mean? And then, like, what happens with time is it like I'm sure like our grandpas and our great grandpas had way more testosterone than like how it is now, yep, in comparison, you know what I mean? And then it's like, like men are supposed to be like the protectors, like we're like the last line, the front and the last line of yeah. stuff. And yeah, then it's like, why, dude? They're gonna have a hell of a time. Oh, like, just kind of skipping around, like you know, skip to my loo, just skipping around the grass. That it's like, I mean, we can do. I mean, in a sense, you can do whatever you want, but there, there must be something if, like, the whole correlation. If it keeps like seeing these big patterns, then that's the thing. Yep, and people just go along with it. That's my problem. Like, I'm not one of those, you know, parents. It's just gonna put my head in the sand and think everything's okay. Because somebody else says so. When I see something that I don't agree with and I think is wrong, I'm calling it out. I'm standing up for it. You know, like my son's all I got. So like that's, you know, my main purpose here now is protect him and make sure he has as normal a childhood as possible in this fucked up time. And yeah. And like, that's the future right there too. Yeah, We have, that is our only, you know, option at this point. Cause otherwise, you know, the legacy dies and, (laughs) <laughs> there is nothing to fill in the gap and this, the system continues. Yep. Yeah, dude. Cause it's a trip because what happened over those last several years is that from kids, like say just, you know, kindergarten or, or whatever you want to call it all the way up to like even college. And after that, everybody got stunted. You yep. know what I mean? Their emotional growth, like intelligence, you know, like the, like the level that, that you gain from that, like every year you're supposed to gain a certain level of intelligence and emotional like intelligence. And then that shit got stunted and critical thinking. That's what I saw. Yeah. That's what I definitely saw. Uh, and even with like people in the, like, like, like even young adults for sure. 
because uh, those are critical times too. You know, like say when someone goes from like their late twenties to early thirties, like you're like, like once you get in your thirties, you kind of get your shit more together. You're not so party like. So a lot of people from that, from that generation, they're still maybe like, maybe they want to party a lot more still, or they didn't get shit like over their system. Like, like, like they're like, they're maybe just kind of like regressed in a way. Yep. Oh man, guys, this has been fucking awesome. I could go for another three hours, but I gotta, I gotta wrap this up here. Um, let yeah, you're on Eastern, you're to... Eastern time. You're on Eastern time. So it's, yeah. it's, definitely, it's definitely later for you, sir. Yeah, I got it. And I got to get up at 430. So it, it'll be early morning for me. But uh, I'm guys, six, let so people know there. where they can or cannot find you. I'll, I'll start with you, Louie, in the uh, Uncanny Mystical Minds. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Um, my name is Louie from Uncanny Mystic Minds. And uh, pretty much you can find my podcast on all major platforms. Uh, I, I tend to rock with Spotify and, and YouTube for the most part. And, um, and yeah, man, uh, if you have any inquiries in terms of like either wanting to get on the show or like, or if you have like some kind of question about anything, you can uh, email me at uncannymysticminds at gmail. So. Excellent. Well, thank you, Louie. I appreciate it, man. It was great talking with you. We'll have to have you back on sometime soon. Oh yeah, dude, for sure. Thanks guys. It's good shit. Excellent. Justin, you got anything you want to push? Uh, I mean, I, again, like this is more like a hobby thing. Like I'll, I'll do it here and there. I'll definitely help you, you know, you guys out. Cause you guys are brothers to me, by the way, I'm sorry if I've been like quiet and like, cause sometimes I'm like listening and watching you guys. And then I'll be like, wait, I'm part of this right now. I'm not just listening and watching. These guys. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, a little, a little out of it here, but, uh, and also, you know, I'm a little bit unprepared, uh, in comparison to like, maybe, maybe I'll do it another time here and I'll have some more info for you guys. So like, you know, we can get into some better conversations. I, 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 like I'm on health nut, so I'll, you know, I can, I can bring some stuff to the table next time. We can talk about all sorts of fun stuff, but I'll do, we'll have to get you on with Ryan Alexander, man. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cause when he was talking about like the vitamins and stuff, like I don't have the, um, you know, the credentials or, you know, like the certifications and all that. I don't have a business basically like he does, but, uh, I mean, I've, I've done a fair amount of, uh, research on my own time and, you know, I've, I've got plenty of tools here that I've utilized and can attest to, their uh, efficacy and stuff like that and anything can beat you know the sharp thing in the the arm and all that but uh so in regards to plugs though for me um i mean honestly don't even check out my music it's trash compared to what's <laughs> what i could do now like everything that's on uh because i have music on itunes spotify all the other stuff you know uh if you want to look me up it's socio hyphen beat but uh it's you know it's old music it's been there for like probably six six years now or five, five years, something like that. I don't know. But, um, I, I definitely have better things in the work right now. I'd like to release them, but again, it's just priorities. The sun's out. I got, I got all sorts of projects to do. I'm sure you know how that is. So, um, but yeah, if you want to check out my music or anything, that's, that's where that would be. Look up socio beat or even, uh, my, my real name is also an alias, a side alias that I do for like a different genre of music. Um, like I made a remix of, uh, Charlie Chaplin's, uh the the one quote everybody knows where he's like you know uh talking about you know the 17th chapter of saint luke it was written that the kingdom of god was written in man uh was in man you know all that jazz that that quote there i made a remix of that and put it up under my name so if you look that up on itunes or spotify um just look up a new world and justin emery that's that's a decent one i guess but you know 
other than that, nah, like no, no plugs for me, really. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I appreciate you coming on, brother. I really do, especially with all you got going on. I, 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 I do appreciate it, and you know, I love interacting with you, my man. And uh, I, I will definitely have you back on because uh, I, I love hearing what you have to say. Yeah, I'll, I'll have more next time. I promise. <laughs> Excellent, right? What do you got going on, brother? Nothing, man. I'm um, here every every damn week, so you know, it's just uh, uh, pretty much the same old stuff as last week. But uh, yeah, just just liking doing the show, man. It's always fun and trying to learn new things and and keep it fresh and exciting for myself and for the the listeners. So something will be out this week that should be pretty fun. And um, that's about it, man. What about you? Nice. Love. I just yeah. realized we didn't do uh, bear or five raccoons here. Let's do it real quick. Go for it. I got to throw my two cents in here because I've, I've put some thought into it too. Sorry, man. I got to go with, I'm going to fight the bear because the five, the five V one thing, those claws, man, I've seen some fucked up raccoon shit on, on my live leak days and whatnot. So I'm, I'm all set there. I'll take, I'll take, you know, 190 pound bear. <laughs> you got what oh my got, god! Louis? For me, it's no question. I don't want no piece of that bear. I'll take I'll take six raccoons on instead. Like I, I don't want no part of the bear. I, I trust my quick uh, quickness and and that I, I think it takes a well with the bear. There's just no shot, man. With the bear, there's just no shot. Stuff, stuff your hand up its ass. You got a good shot. Unless unless it's like Winnie the Pooh or something like that. I'm not going to I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to get in there. Yeah. And your timing is impeccable, Justin, because I'm wearing the bear versus raccoon shirt right here that Ryan. That was exactly what reminded me. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, (laughs) yeah, you have that one. You have the yellow one, Matt. Do you have the uh, 80s retro one? That doesn't seem like the only one I didn't get. It doesn't I'm look not like really your style. a fluorescent guy, so it didn't really hit with me. No zebra print and shit, you know, like yeah, that. What, no. what, website, what website are those shirts on? It's on my uh, it's on my Teespring. So I, I have a I, I can shoot. I'll shoot you the link, Louie. Yeah, is that yeah, a yeah. new one? Because I feel like I didn't see it the last time I looked at your. Yeah, starter. I just got this up probably a, two weeks ago. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Nice. I just got them in the them mail up. last week. So I like that kind of blue. I like I like lighter blue as opposed to wearing darker blue. So I I, I could rock with that. Sure. Oh, dude! I, and, and the shirts, honestly, they're nice light shirts and they fit well. So I'm I'm a well, fan, man. Well, they look sporty. So that that yeah, I like that. There's three yeah. different colorways too. He's only wearing one there. He's got there's two other ones that are dumb. yeah. They, he he did this one. There's a yellow. And red logo, which I love also. And then there's one that has a, a bright green, pink, and black in it. And, and zebra all, print. All three of them are fucking awesome. Like, I love the post because it's an old retro, like, WWE poster style. Yes. And uh, it has all the information the in print. there. I've actually, right, I've had two people ask me at the gym about it. They're like, what's going on with your shirt? I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's a podcast I do. A buddy of mine designed the logo for it. You know, we, we have this thing, ongoing thing. Would you rather fight uh, a bear of your weight or five raccoons? And they're like, oh, that's a good one. I'll have to think about that. <laughs> I don't want a 200 pound bear chasing me. Oh my God. Yeah, dude, no thanks. I got one in my neighborhood right now. My my landlord called me the other night and he's like, hey, uh, you home? I'm like, yeah. He's like, uh, keep the dog inside for, you know, the next half hour. Or so your neighbor just called me and told me that the bear just went through his garbage and is heading up your way. I'm like, all right, I'll pass. 
Oh, what, wow. What's funny here? Well, well, I don't have bears, but we have the raccoons here in the city in San Francisco, like like a like right outside across my street. There would be like a family sometimes. It must be like three or four of them. There's like the mom and then like maybe like three kids. And once in a while, you'll see them just kind of going up my hill or whatever. So, yeah, we got we got those no bears. You're lucky, man. All right, gentlemen, I, I got to get out of here. Uh, you can find all my stuff at the Great Deception Podcast on Instagram, Patreon, the Great Deception Podcast. Um, and then, guys, again, just a reminder, if you can, go to the GoFundMe link in here and donate to Ryan's family if you can. It would mean the world to us and, uh, and, and to his family and everybody associated with him. And next week, we will have Hank on. And we will talk some sports conspiracies. I'm really looking forward to that one. So thank you all. Everybody stay strong. Question everything. Too many special Olympians in this society. And um, you don't want to be one of them. But they seem to always be the most popular comments. Again, you know. America, full of morons, full of fat slobs, full of people with shit listening skills. Don't be one of them. Pull your head out of your ass. The knowledge I teach speaks volumes.